Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, everybody. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, I'm too delayed. I didn't I'm know what was going on. No, sir. It was too delayed. Who the lady going on? You, you got a hello from three of us. This is a special day. Hi, everyone. Oh. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Candace, Tia, and Carrie, and it's a so party for one one. Um, pretty much, you know, nothing really happened. I'm just going to go into it. Um, hope you guys had a great week. I know that there was a lot going on in the world of soap. I'm just going to say this: Judy Evans, Judy Evans, Judy Evans. And if you don't know what was going on, all I can tell you is go on social media because there was a really nice campaign that everybody did, and Judy Evans herself posted a video um, to honor the fact that she's been a part of Daytime for 40 years. And if you know the other reason why everybody was doing it, then you understand why this coming week there's going to be a lot of these uh, saying thank yous. Um, of course, obviously, if you saw the day's promo, you know what was going on, but also because of what's been going on with not only days, but daytime. Um, everybody is giving their the flowers to the actors now instead of later. Speaking of flowers, mm-hmm. Maurice Bernard, happy 30th. I can honestly say this. I remember day one of you being on that show. So oh, I just wanted to give a shout out. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. It's, it's, we'll get to it a little bit later. It's just now you're starting to realize that a lot of these people, you really have grown up watching. You've grown, you've been there from show to show to show with these people, and we just wanted to say thank you. So happy 30th, Marie. So there you go. Happy 30th. What a great accomplishment. Okay, now let's see. Like we go go over to the General Hospital. So. um USA number 605-562-0444, alternative number 717-734-6904, Canada 867-292-3066, a show ID 12, is this correct? 12880, that, that seemed a little incorrect. Um, I, I wouldn't guarantee that's the code. But I just, I, well, I oh, 12880, what, the code is 128-803. Oh, three, that's what the word in the world. Is this a zero? Are you kidding me? I don't think that's right, guys. But, okay, thank you. That, so that's it. So, okay, let's head over to GH and let's get GH over with. Let's try to get, knock it out in uh, 20, 15 minutes or less, everyone. Let's see what we could do. Okay. Spencer <laughs> and me is becoming, a, uh, becoming more of a unit together because, you know, they even take a selfies with Ace. They, they look like they're becoming such good friends. Trina is so understanding, even more understanding when her murder decides to kick Spencer out the house when she, when he is over there helping move. And the worst thing about it, she makes him, um, he, uh, Portia makes her daughter believe, yep, it's because of Ace and she's proud of herself, which makes it difficult to sympathize with her at the end of the week when she's over there crying about uh, Curtis going on. And then, you know, Curtis is still also trying to get encouragement. 
for a marshal and stuff like that about not being able to walk. Um, Candace, um, is this, how do you feel about this? Also, it seemed like Portia do. We, I think a lot of us, well, some of us do sort of agree with her hatred to Spencer, but in this way, this you kind of lying to your daughter now because you didn't. You, you actually acting like he just left you and kick him out. Were you okay with that? I find it interesting this is the stage of their pairing that I was actually looking forward to, Portia kind of being the baddie a little bit, like the disapproval parent who was trying to keep her daughter away from true love. We've seen it before, but Portia, girl, (laughs) you know, you know, you were starting to remind me of somebody who was trying to do the same thing to their kids. I... Here's the thing. Portia, I understand your concern about your daughter. I get it. I understand. But this is not the way to go. No, it's not. Can I touch on the Esme thing real quick? Because that was the thing that pissed me off a little bit. Can I talk about that? Everything I mentioned on this, sorry. I just brought that up to give you a General Hospital. I'm going to say it loud for the people in the back, to the front, to the side, to the side. Y'all need to stop because you now you you let's just all say it together. You 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 went overboard with this as me not mm-hmm. having like like we're now going on almost a year now with this of as me quote unquote not knowing what she did. She getting traces of how bad she used to be. She's enjoying Spencer's company. Baby Ace is still so freaking cute and chubby. Spencer's acting like a father. Y'all are doing too much, and it's getting to the point where if you think this is good storytelling, I'll be honest with you. And, yes, Dan and Chris is not there. We got the five core writers, but let me say it for the people in the back. You're still effing this up. At what point do we say, let's show Esme's true colors and start and go from there? Because this whole, we're friends, we're like, oh, he's just a great guy, and da-da-da-da-da, and Portia's like, Trina, are you jealous? And Trina, by the way, I saw that walk, Trina, when Spencer had brought your stuff over, and you just walked away. That's right, Trina. Show what he's missing. Show what he wants. There you go, girl. Anyway, back to back to Spencer and me. I, I I'm not feeling this at all, and I'm just like, yo, General Hospital, please stop, please, because you're doing you you're pushing this too far down our throats instead of doing the story where we right about now the expose of Esme should be happening. And you're not doing it. And I don't understand why. Because I think Josh, I think people was talking to Esme this week too. And I'm just like, huh, interesting. Like, I don't know what's going on here. But, yeah, that's doing too much. Um, Karen, I know Portia was one of your greatest characters this week. How did you feel about Miss Portia? Also, 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 you also got to mention the beautiful, uh, you know, that Spencer, the dad, took with Esme and Ace. Those were some beautiful photos as well. I actually somehow luckily missed that shit, so I'm just going to leave that to the side. Um, You know, I'm not going to tolerate Portia slander up in here. No, listen. Listen, 
she has her reasons. Okay, fine and well. Spencer was being respect. I don't understand how letting him uh, he was going to leave the house. So I don't understand how you know not letting him go see Trina. She's doing too much. I can't. And and I'm with you. This whole Esme thing. If if by some miracle somebody over there listens, stop using Sprina to prop Esme. Move her on. Move her out. Whatever. Portia, you're doing too much. I, I just can't. That's that's my thoughts on it. Uh, Kim, welcome on. You should already be on. Uh, can you hear us? Oh, yep, I hear you. Can everyone hear me? Yep, uh-huh. Okay, all right. Um, so I agree. I mean, just, it's, I, I, I'm i okay with the way Portia feels. I don't care, whatever. But I just think she's going a little bit too overboard. And plus, besides, we already have the whole... Esme thing in that situation, and I was furious, of course, about the selfies. I'm like, oh, here we go, and everything. But I will say this: I am. I saw the way Spencer looked at her, like, like, ugh, you know, like I shouldn't be doing it. Like he, I know he, it, like he felt guilty anyway. But I just, I want, I wanted to see on screen where he pushed her hand away, or just, you know, just, you know, not even sat that close, or whatever. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. My thing is they already have this whole Esme situation they're dealing with, him still living at the apartment with her and stuff. So we already have that kind of angst. But now it's just more on top of more, you know, on top of more, you know. And so it's just like, okay, can we just give – let's just have them hug at least. I mean, he couldn't at least – you could have had her at least come down. Hey, Spencer's leaving or whatever. She <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, you know. And he's too nice and everything, and just really just respectful, which he should be, because that is her house, that is Portia's house, so that whatever he has to respect and everything and her rules. But it's just the principle of the matter, and I feel like she's trying to just push him away from Trina and push him further into Esme's arms, or not even further because he's not even close to Esme's arms, but just push her, push him into Esme's arms, and it's just so annoying. I just really can't wait for this to. Blow up in her face, and for Trina to find out what she's doing. I hope, I really, really hope and pray that they that she does find out what Portia is doing. I hope that whole. I hope Spencer lets her know and tells her something, or and, and not protect Portia, but just tell Trina what's going on. Like this is this is the issue. I left because of this. You know, because your mom. So I'm hoping he does tell her that. I just really need for this to happen <laughs> to move Trina along at least, and not have every single thing just beat them down. They can have deal with angst. Everyone does, though, I know that. But this is just insane. <laughs> I want a little something, a little, at least something a little bit more with Strain at this point. Instead of just nothing but just heartache. And it just, ugh, it's just ridiculous at this point. So that's my hat. Well, I, I would say this before I'll go to the, to the next uh the next one gh writers deserve to get punched out to be honest the the, the script the, the ghost writers the current writers the writers before this and frank all of them deserve to get knocked out because the way spencer and trina has been written since the hunter star has been straight up disgraceful it literally makes no sense mm-hmm. like I, it, it, like whether i would say this you can hate Trina or you can love them this was one of your popular couples right here this was your this mm-hmm. was the Vienna right here also Vienna also been getting back burned but i blame that more on the actors i couldn't they older at least we had all mm-hmm. these years with them at least we had it i love you at least we've seen 
the right. progress from all these years. We actually seen over so many years of progress with this couple. Spencer and Trina right. has gotten nothing. How in the heck since we've come back over here to Port Charles, they barely share a scene. He shared a scene with, right. I think we could go, if somebody put a clip up, he shared more scenes with Esme. How? And how are you yep. now to take the photos? Any new viewer who's coming in is going to think Spencer's the father of the kid. That, that looks like the kids right. and the parents. Like, I, I was just like, I don't quite understand. Photo. Are we just trying to... I would, so I'm sorry, right. the only thing that's keeping Spencer and Trina strong right now is the, the chemistry because the writing sucks. It is nothing yep, good that's it. about the really? writing here. And that's, yeah. a, that's a lot to ask the fans. To, the fans will yeah. stay there because they, they fans. But to me, I, well, you, and this is why we can't yeah, wrestle for people, super couples and stuff. They have potential. But with this writing, yeah. I think I, I got to say, it's been a while since I've seen GH really self-sabotage their own couple. It's been a while since I've seen it. It's happened. It's just been a real long time since I've seen it. And I'm like, wow, you just self-sabotaging. They was on the front of magazines. Everyone was talking and, about this couple. Right. And you were literally and dropping you can't blame. And right. let me just say this. And you cannot blame, you cannot blame the fact that Nicholas has nope. gotten another job. You can't, right. because right. here's the thing. Because cause I saw a lot of people saying that, and I'm going to say this. He has no. because there's something called a strike on both ends, and by yep. the way, it's still going on. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that you know, and I, I saw with Shannon, one of the writers wrote before she had to take down her Instagram because of some. Y'all know, y'all was for those who know, you know why. Um, it was unfortunate. Um, like she said, she they were told to kind of put, you know them on the back burner because of what was going on. And, again, I want to point this out. Yes, Nicholas got the job, but then the actor strike happened, the writer strike has happened. There's no reason why they cannot write for this couple because this Amen. was the thing that a lot of people was afraid of, is that, yes, General Hospital, mm-hmm. I will give it to you on this. I will give you something right now. General Hospital, you know what's so funny? Yeah, I'm in, in the mood tonight right now, is you did trick a lot of people because, yes, you did have them on the cover of your magazines. You did have them at the TCA. But the problem that everybody is having is it's not so much that you guys, you, put, you know, you guys are promoting them. You're not writing for them. I don't know. This mm-hmm. is a summer. We're nope. almost done with summer. We're almost nope. done with summer, oh and yeah. we're almost yeah. done literally with the 60th season of General Hospital. You yep. let people down after that Greenland. What was it? That when they came yep. back from, you know, from that yep. situation. That, You're you supposed to be love. in the summer. No fucking, I yeah. love you. And and Candace, take it back. No, no, no. Count Sprina as two years. The fact that they look, we need a first right. love scene, but not an I love you. It's and, and it has a zero. Yeah. It has less than zero to do with Nicholas yeah. Chavez. And we, and don't play us for fools. Right. Right. I say right now, you got Nicholas Chavez on the show. For me, I'm. You know, I think me and Carrie had some discussions about this. I think about five, eight months ago, I would have said, "Oh my God, this dude is about to leave us." You should let Spencer and Trina should be killing our screen time. We should be like, "Damn, yeah, we don't Especially after. I mean, we We've seen Jason and the trio of Carly, Sonny, and Jason kill our screens for decades. We can't get at least six months of Spencer and Trina being on every episode. Right. I, want to say, I want somebody to say, you know what? Why the hell was Spencer and Trina on my screen every day? I'm like, yep, go ahead, G.A. Right. Go, Mary. Yep. So, and I'm going to say, use up the time I, right now. 
I'm going to say something that's very probably going to get me in trouble and everything. And first of all, let me we'll just say this. Right. Freedom fans, do not come at me, but you know what I'm about to say. Some of you guys know this. The sad reality is General Hospital, we know that you got, look, Dan and Chris, you already gave yourself up when you said you look on Twitter. You gave yourself up. And I feel as though, okay, you know they have a huge fan base, which for a very long time for the, young, for the younger set, you have not had that in quite a hot minute. Yeah. Do no. not use and abuse the fan, the fan base to pop your ratings up when you dangle Spencer and Trina just for a little bit. No. Right. You were supposed to do one damn thing. As soon as Nicholas won his freaking Emmy, Write him up. We all knew we was on borrowed time. We was on borrowed yep. time with this young man, okay? He got yep. a first nomination, first win, and everything else like that. You had the success, because not a lot of shows can do this, with a recast of a character who was already beloved by one actress and mm-hmm. loved by another actress who has taken this character to another level. You, General Hospital, you had the opportunity to give us the spring of summer, and what did you do? Wah, wah, wah. You gave us this and that, so you didn't give us anything else. So my question to you, General Hospital, I have a question for you. Okay, you have how many more weeks until this, until the, until August is over? It's like going to be two, more We got two weeks, right? Two weeks, yeah. right? Starting in September is the new quote-unquote season of General Hospital, their 61st, you know, season. Where was your, where is where's the, the storyline that you said that Spencer and Trina was going to be a part of that was going to be carried into mid of the summer? Hmm. Danny Chris, you think I forgot that interview, didn't you? Because you hmm. said it was going to be we was going to have the young couple and whatnot. I only see a little bit here and there. I don't know what you're you're thinking about, but I'm going to tell you this. If and when the writer strike and the actor strike is over with, Nicholas is going to leave for General Hospital to film the American mm-hmm. Horror Story. If, if, and let me just say this right now, but I think everybody knows this. If he does not re-sign his contract, which is the early part of next year, General Hospital, you think I'm, I'm being harsh on you now? Think about the fan base of everybody else who's going to be really pissed off if they say Nicholas has chosen to leave General Hospital. Mm-hmm. You better be right. You're on ball time, baby. Ball time. Yep. You, you're right, and, and, I won't, and I won't be quite honest, and I won't even blame him. For, and this will be a case where he leaves. I won't look back and say, man, him leaving really destroyed Sprinter. They literally giving him no scenes. To me, you should both kill him. Right, right exactly. You went, but go ahead, Kim. I know you probably want to add more to it since I didn't really go to the rent before you. Do you have any comments on this Spencer Trainer right and you've been seeing? No, you know what? I was, I was, y'all know me. You know, I was trying to hold my tongue and everything. I kind of really don't speak, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I agree, you know. <laughs> but I 100% agree. It's like at this point, and I hate to say this, y'all, but I wouldn't blame him. I don't care. If he does leave, great. I will be celebrating because he deserves to because this is insane. What they've been giving him is just trash. It's ridiculous. It's, it, it, he has so much range. And so does Tatiana. It, it's, it's just it's not fair. I just, I just think it's fair. 
for them to be pushing, putting them on the back burner, or doing this, and not just giving. Kind of like someone said too, it's like giving, just giving us crumbs, crumbs. I'm not here for crumbs. We want, we want the full course meal. We want something. At least, and I love you. It's insane the dialogue that they've had, you know, so far, especially even after the first kiss. You know, during the first kiss, you know, they were talking mm-hmm. how long we, you know, how long we waited and stuff. I mean, all the way up you know, to where we have at least. I mean, everything they're saying, it's like they're saying it, but they're not saying it. And it's insane. I don't understand. And just the fact, you know, I'm not even thinking about any other couple at this point. I don't even care. I'm just looking at the fact of why are we not having Screener get the same, you know, the, the same, tree, at least, at least, and, you know, it's horrible. You know, uh, for the fandom, we're kind of like, you know, at this point, we'll just take a longer kiss. Can we just have a long Can we just have a hug? Can we just have a yeah. hug at this point? You know, exactly. Give me a montage. Give me a something. That's and that's a shame that we, you know, as fans, have to just be, at least think. Can we just have a tap on the shoulder? That's crazy. I don't understand. So the writing has got to get better. Y'all gotta come on now. Cause right. So y'all about time. Y'all about time. <laughs> Oh yeah, and, and Frank, don't think I, mm-hmm. I, I want to say this. And Frank Valentini, hi, how you doing? I remember when <laughs> I was, lived. I remember, I remember Destiny and Matthew. I remember that. I have a clear remember. My thing is, is that you know what? I'm going to say something. Yes, you know the writer's right. Writer's right. But when you do have a writer to say that they have to backburn. Yeah, okay, Chris and Dan, I blame you. Five core writers, I also blame you. Hey, Frank, just like I'm holding some other people accountable for certain decisions, don't think I forgot about you. Because at the end of the day, you also make some decisions. So to me, to wrap all of this up, Portia, I understand you're a mother, you're looking out for your child, but this is not how it goes. Enough with the Esme profit. It's time to go ahead and, and start to unravel her storyline. I know that Avery will pull it off and everything, being crazy, deranged, and everything else like that. Again, the baby who plays Ace is cute as I don't know what. Spencer is not the father of this baby unless there's going to be a major recon in this whole story arc, which I'm going to be scratching my head about. And um, I like Katrina's shoes this week, too. Yeah, well, there you go. But, well, we'll tell you something. Sabrina fans, good job. We got y'all your 15-minute rant because I was just tired. So it's well-deserved. So now <laughs> on to the, the next topic that I don't think we care much about anyway. Um, so we got a uh, – what was it? Oh, okay. Oh, Carly and Olivia celebrated their 15 years as friends. Olivia, this is some nonsense. It's Nina and Sunny's wedding plan. Are you really – seriously? And she's over here also worried about – Mr. Eddie, that he's going to fall in love with somebody else like Sonny did when he was away from town. Well, I thought that made sense. I'm going to comment on this first. I wish Jay was on because if he want to tell me what an agenda is, this is clearly an agenda. In what world would Olivia be a wedding planner for Nina? What? Just so she could find out before this happened and then Ned get his memory back like Nina did. This show is so productive. I don't care at all about it. But I will say this. I was in the minority. I didn't have an issue with the Carly and Olivia scenes. I know a lot of people did, but I like friendships. So I like seeing the flashbacks of when they met and how far they've come since that. So I was actually pretty much okay with it. I'm not sure if you watched any of this, Carrie, did you? 
I did. I'm up to the point where they were arguing, and the <clears throat> I guess the, that creepy guy was hitting on. Um, oh, Mason. Oh, and I said that was old school Carly. I loved it. She knocked him upside the head with the but I loved it. Yeah. I think I must have just missed it. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't realize it's been 15 years. I mean, I could take or leave it. Well, I mean, I didn't. Whatever. I I just wish it was. You know, I don't have an issue with it. It's just more glaring to me that a certain someone didn't get a bigger thing on their uh, anniversary. But I can take or leave it. Whatever. You know. So I'm fine. Kim, your thoughts on any of this? Do you have any thoughts on it? On Olivia Carly stuff this week? Um, I just, I was, uh, okay, so, you know, I wasn't watching that long. I started watching about four or five years ago. So, I was like, were they besties or whatever? Before, were they, oh, I'm confused. Did they have a kind of like a love-hate relationship because of funny? But they were besties, but then they weren't, and then they're back. I was just confused because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, they must have been besties since high school. I don't get it. So I was like, well, they're even having a montage. Best friends. <laughs> I, I said, okay. I guess this is what I'm, this is what I'm watching now. That's okay, DHS. That's, that's great. Uh, next. <laughs> she waiting for that screen. She don't care about no montage since she see a yeah, no, she, she don't realized I was at my job for 15 years. Um, so thanks, GH, for reminding me I've been at my job for 15 years. Here's the thing. Congratulations, okay. Candace. We should give you a mind. Thank you. you Thank you. Support child care. But, hey, shout out to all the child care providers out there because we are unappreciated, and I support the child care workers for more pay and mental health I checkups. Wish. I saw all right. I felt two different ways about this. One, I was like, okay, Lisa and Laura have been working together since the city. Loving, right? Okay. And then I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what to say about Carly and Olivia's friendship relationship. I'm like, I'm like, I don't even I it it reminded me of the montage years ago when they had with Jason and Sonny when they broke up because of Courtney, a.k.a. Skipper. Y'all was there for that. I was just like, what's the point of this? <laughs> like, I was just like, everybody's getting a montage, except for certain people, I guess. I I, I really didn't understand this at all. And then when, when, when Olivia said that she was going to plan the wedding, okay, I can see uh, General Hospital, see, this is where, I, I'm, I, I would say I'm, I'm, I understand what you're doing because I feel as though this is a part of the unveiling. Because, again, Clearly. you know something big is going to happen at Sonny and Nina's wedding. Mm-hmm. You know something like I, I feel as though they're, they're starting to put people in a certain positions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I just don't know what the heck y'all doing. I, like, I'm just like, okay, they had a montage. Carly, I got Carly, you know, or Olivia. And I'm just like, Oh, okay, whatever. Um, Olivia's thinking that Eddie Main is going to be like Smike. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, yep. General Hospital, when are we going to put this to pasture? When are we going to put this to rise? Because I'm like, okay, Eddie Main and Carly, 
Are y'all trying to contest Wally Curse and Lord Wright? Was that y'all game plan? I was like, aha, I caught that. I I don't even know what to say about this storyline because y'all know where I stand at with the storyline. I'm just like, Eddie Mayne was never a <laughs> I don't understand this at all. As far as Carly being old school Carly, okay, to be honest, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Because I was like, I, yeah, again, GH, I didn't see it. That's what I'm going to stick with. I didn't see it because I don't understand. I don't understand the logic of this whole storyline with Eddie Main and, you know, yeah, that's all I got. Sure. Okay. Um, we got a, uh, I'm actually just putting all this together. Okay. Anna's targeted. Um, we don't know about who getting help from looking what's with, with Dante and, you know, with Robert who made his appearance this week as well. Then we have, oh, Lulu, not Lulu, sorry. Maxie needed more, her, a bigger house. So CM told her that she can think about Lulu. She was unsure about it, but Dante mm-hmm. gave the approval on that. And I'm also going to actually put, it's not the same story at all, but I just want to finish up this. Cody, Maxie, Sasha, Sasha has gone crazy because, of course, she keeps continuing to get drugged um, here. So when she see Cody, she freaked out because she earlier saw him kind of blaming her. That was just an del- illusion she was having. So I'm actually start with you, Candace. How did you feel? We got Sasha who's losing her mind and Cody's trying. He knows something ain't right, but she freaked out on him when he tried to see her. And, you know, Gladys has avoided access for him to even go in right now. Then we have also who is targeting Anna pretty much, and I guess Lulu's house as well. We got going on. Okay, so let me start with the Maxi stuff because I think this out of the whole week was pretty much a good story. Out of everything that was happening in General Hospital, this actually I was interested in. This is real. We've been saying for the longest time, Maxi needs a bigger freaking house. She got three mm-hmm. kids. They're growing up. She needs space. Look, if you're in a cramped space with all these people, you need, for your mental health, you need to get out. I love the fact, first and foremost, that Sam and Maxie even says, we haven't even hung out for a long time. Hey, General Hospital, soaps, friendships. Remember that, female friendships. Not always about a guy. Thank you. Um, I love the fact that, you know, uh, uh, what's the baby's name? What's that baby boy's name? Jameson? Wait, no. Yeah, yeah, James. When he said, yeah, yeah, right. When he said Sam's a boy's name, I was like, oh my god, these is this is real. These are real kids here. I like the fact that Sam did say Lulu's place, and I like how Maxie kind of was defensive and saying that Lulu is. You know, I like how Sam also said Lulu was a part of both of us. You know, and General Hospital. I could be wrong, but are you starting to lay some Easter eggs down? For when Lulu comes back next year, when y'all can get yourself together, because not now. I like the fact that this actually gives, again, Maxie some kind of story of moving in and getting a bigger place. Cody, hey, General Hospital, good job. You actually make Cody likable. Good job without forcing it. That he's Max's son, allegedly, because I want another DNA test ASAP. Um, 
I like that he's in Sasha's orbit and could be the one for Sasha. You know, I, I like this. Glad it's your piece of trash that needs to be taken out on trash day and never to be returned. Maybe you can fall into trash um, composer just like Mike um, David Kimball did. Maybe we can do that. I don't know. Can we do that? Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. Um, first and foremost, if next year Sophia is not on for supporting actress, I'm going to call foul. Because as much as I do not like this storyline of Sasha constantly being drugged and, and, and all that, I will say Sophia is playing it for what it's worth. I, I feel bad for, for Sasha, and I'm just like, again, what are you trying to accomplish with this? Because other than her, you know, I get Cody's going to be the hero, and you're trying to, but I don't understand why she's constantly suffering. I don't, I don't get it. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was, it, yeah, I'm just like kind of over it. I just need for Gladys to go to hell um, with gasoline jewels on. And that's it. But other than that, the maxi stuff, I really did enjoy. And your thoughts on these storylines? Um, with the maxi, um, Dante's film storyline, that was interesting, especially bringing up Lulu. I am wondering if they are planning for return to her sometime in the future, or near future, or whatnot. But it's interesting that they're bringing this up, and also the fact that Sam basically just <laughs> suggested that because at first I figured okay well maybe her and Dante had a conversation off screen even though we didn't see it that's why she's pitching the idea to her um but then the fact that Dante didn't know but he did um was like okay you know what that's that's good I think we wouldn't want anyone else you know to rent it out or, or to have it so that that's a great idea whatever I think that's great and stuff so I was happy about that um I liked the conversation that Sam and Maxie had about the matter and everything and first was just kind of hesitant and this and that and the other and I just it was just really interesting um too so I really appreciated those things and um, the Dante and Sam scenes were great. I, I just, you know, because I, I liked those a couple too. So it, it was, it was really good. I appreciated those scenes for that. Well, I'm glad that she is getting her own place too. So let's just start there, especially after those kids just running around and her mom and dad were there <laughs> to have her dad really couldn't keep them in line. And so her mom did. It was just as easy as I, you know, to do that. And the the, the dad was just like, oh my gosh, you know. So I think it'd you know, be just to have them have more space to run around, like they said, just kind of the playground in the back or whatever just to you know just to have, maybe just run around and be kids you don't know, get tired and then go to bed <laughs> so that's the point so I think that's good on their part and then with the whole Sasha thing uh, it's just horrible like my Kim kid my GH got two Kim kids for me first it was Spencer and then it's Sasha mm -hmm. because this is just this is just horrible and the fact that I mean my thing is too is that she's looking for Gladys because right now Gladys is still her guardian, and she's thinking like, "Oh my gosh, you know, I need I want to talk to, I need to talk to Gladys, but knowing that Gladys is in on all of this, and it's just horrible." Her and the doctor just scheming, and this is ridiculous. Pumping her full of this stuff, and she she's in her right mind. She knows what's going. She's like, "I didn't start 
still won't listen until I took this medication that you prescribed me. And of course, the doctor's like, oh, no, 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 you can't be. Oh, no, you're just doing this. You're doing this. Blah, blah, blah. And so the doctor, they know that stuff is on to them, and that's why he did it. It's just, this is ridiculous. It's sad. You know, she's like, it has her loosening. She's just frantic. And then when, when Cody came in there, he he, begged, he talked to Brooklyn, one of her, to help him get in. That thought those are great scenes. And you know what? Honestly, Cody is definitely a character that I like now. At first, I started off like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, what is he doing on there? <laughs> you know, like, what is he doing? What is he going to do? What purpose is he going to serve? But I really like, I, he's earned major core cool points with me. And so now he's one of my likable, most likable, one of the most likable characters on the show. So I appreciated him for doing it and just not giving up. Like, people may think he's crazy. He's like, no, I know that was not her. That mm-hmm. was not Sasha. Well, they said that when they visited. You know, she did this. I don't care. That's not her. So I am so glad that he's advocating for her because she needs it at this point. You know, because say, oh, other people are starting to think, oh, maybe she does belong in there. So I just, I'm really looking forward to finding out what's going to happen with the storyline. I just feel this poor Sasha have her go through this. I mean, after all this is shut and done, hopefully soon, I just need her to be happy and have, they're going to have to redeem this, these storylines for her. If she's been, just been through the trenches and I hate it. So We'll see what happens, but she is definitely playing the crap out of this role. So kudos to Sophia, but it's ooh, it's, it's it's sad. So, Tara, you have any thoughts on any of these stories? Gladys needs to die. I didn't realize that Maxie didn't have her own home with a rugrats. You can't be putting this on Grandpa Mac and Grandma Felicia. They old folks now. They he I, no no. I was gonna say they raised their kids. Scratch <laughs> that. He raised his kids. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think, in terms of Lulu, she's been asleep for three years. If you were, if you didn't intend to bring her back, you shouldn't have put her in a coma. So it's probably about that time she enter, you know, in the near future. So that's it for me. Okay. Any more thoughts on GH before we switch to whatever show we switch into? We both. We'll do both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. About. About. I don't think I said anything about. I forgot about Anna. Yep. With Anna's house being burned up. And I think Valentine is a part of this, holding Nicholas or something like that. I think is that is that yeah. all. All right, Gh, <laughs> let's have a talk real quick before we go to where we're going to go. <clears throat> First and foremost, y'all burned down the Chancellor Mansion from all my children. We're not having that today. And yes, that is the Chancellor Mansion that was used for all my children, folks. Take a look. It is. First and foremost, if my house is burning, I'm not standing there looking. I mean, what? I may be in shock. <laughs> I may what, be in shock. First of all, no, if I uh-huh. open the door and I see fire, I'm not going to just stand there like, uh-uh. Guess what Candace is going to do? She's going to run back out. That's what I'm going to do. It's all 911. Two. Okay. Hey, General Hospital. I, I see what you're doing. She opened the door. She opened the door. Yep. And she went in where it wasn't and too much like Yeah, she was like in the doorway. Yep. Why are we trying to see yep. what really happened to see that scene? That's when debris was collapsing. Yeah, that's when I was like this. I said, Yeah, they burned it. We never knew she had. That's why, well, you know, somebody got to get seven ducks. So, you know, um, but the thing is, it's like General Hospital, I, I understand you're trying to give them angst now. I, I get it. I understand. 
But when it was Valentine and he's like, yeah, I have to. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I was like, okay, I'll go on with the ride. I was like, I'm lucky that these two actors can make me feel a certain type of way about the storyline because if it wasn't, if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't give a fuck. So. Okay. Um, oh, okay, so we are heading to Bold, where I could tell, um, what's her name, Carrie, that one of the couples here is um, very closer than I thought they would be in the polls right now. So you got to get your crowd yeah, together. Cause, that's all I can Because I, 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 I went and spread the word. Are, you, are we talking a potential couple? I sure right. I, I see some lady they up in the eye thing. Why? Why? Kim, I gotta give. I forgot to give you the link. I went spread it to my people. I see some of my people in here. Um, so <laughs> so, so let people know. Check over the soap party post. A couple. If you vote, I'm just gonna people. say it. I'm gonna say this. If y'all voted for that, I don't. I full, we need full, to talk. We need to have a therapy session. Full steam ahead. Um, no. Yay. Put 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 yeah. steam to the pasture. Kim, no. Kim, go find the poll, please. Um. Uh-oh. So, I'm bold this week. Uh-oh. Steffi and her kids are safely at Grandpa Eric's house, and she had some conversations with, we'll get into them. She had a conversation with her granddad, her dad, uh, Liam, and Finn. Meanwhile, on the other end of town, Brooke, and, Brooke is still scratching her head trying to figure out why the marriage uh, fell apart, and... Shocked to no one, Hope is still, for some reason, having a conversation with RJ, and she still can't seem to lose the two words, Liam and Steffi, out of her mouth as to why her marriage is broken up Um, someday. I'll make a deal with you all. I'll stop talking about it the day she stops talking about it. Um, We we might as well start with that because the Steffi and all the different relationships and conversations have different meanings. So... um, Look, Brooke. I, Brooke literally has to be what? Well, I was going to say the worst, but there is a redhead across the hall in, in another state, so I can't even say the worst. I, I mean, whether she agrees with it or not, Hope, last I checked, is damn near 30 years old. Why, other than the fact that it's like a competition for her, I'll never understand Brooke's POV with this marriage. And and I'm going to tie and 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 Hope and I'm Tia. I want you to repeat something that you said because I don't I think you said it after podcast. You were so Damn right. Hope oh, cannot I'm, I'm have saying, it both ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, her, you cannot, her beautiful she, moment of color, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, here's yeah. the thing. She tells, on the one hand, she says, well, her marriage is over because Liam couldn't forgive her for the kiss. Okay, that's one thing. But then she's blaming Steffi and Liam. But then, but then she says in the next breath that she's tired of being, you know, having a man with a divided heart. Hey, I don't have an issue with Hope saying that, but those two things can't be true because by that logic, if Liam was to forgive her tomorrow or before she left the house and never drew up divorce papers, she'd be in the shed with the same guy that she keeps complaining has a divided heart that she knew of all along when she seduced him. I like Soap, don't get me wrong, but Hope Logan literally, and I have only one conclusion, she's unable, unable, excuse me, to own her shit. She does not want to take no responsibility for that marriage breaking up. It's 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 annoying. I don't know. We got to be ten days running, eleven episodes. What an episode? Hit me up when an episode goes by that she doesn't put Stephanie and Liam's name out of her mouth. Oh, that um, sounds go like ahead. Me. I want Kim for. Yeah. I want to, I'll go to Kim for. Actually, no. Go ahead. I'll go to Tia first and then Kim. 
Oh, well, no, I don't have that. She must have said. I said that pretty much sound like what I said. Hit me up when she don't have mission in name mouth, and I said the same thing. She's full of crap. Anyone who thinks she has a moment of clarity, she doesn't, because, and I'm going to tell you why. How does she have a moment of clarity when she says she wanted him to forgive her? So if he forgave her, you're okay being the second best dentist. If Liam said, you know what, you did this with Thomas, I still forgive you. She's okay with him loving Steffi in those terms. So she doesn't make sense mm-hmm. as a character. She's just an idiot. So I, I just can't with her every single episode of the week. Oh, you know, well, you know, he's around Steffi now. It's like, that's not why your marriage broke up, though. Like, you know this. You got straight up, oh, you got in this relationship. You was in that dressing room with the legs around him. No one his heart was divided. So, no, I'm not here for it. Go go for it, Kim. Yeah, I'm, uh, at this point, I, I really need her to stop deflecting and just blame it on Stephanie. Every time she has a conversation with someone, she's always bringing the facts. But you do know, but you do know, if you know who, who it is, you do know it's Stephanie. You do know that he wants Stephanie mm-hmm. back. She's just announcing it to the world, you know. He wants Stephanie back. They're going to get back together. Blah, blah, blah. He's going to really, I'm like, oh, my God. I, can't, I, just, I just want someone on the show to say, look, okay, who in the world cares about Steffi and Liam right now? I'm talking about you, Hope. Yes. Taking Steffi and Liam out of the entire equation. What? went through your mind? What was going through your mind when you were, and I know people on Cameron probably don't think that she, you know, they know she didn't know, they didn't see her thinking about fantasizing about Thomas or whatever, but we don't, we know, right? I just want them to say, what, what, what event led up to this? What started happening in your mind? When did you start looking at Thomas a certain way? Why did you start looking at him a certain way? What, what triggered it? What, I mean, I just need to know those things. I just want it to be in this equation of hers, taking me and the stuff out of it. I want it to be A plus B equals C. And A <laughs> and C, A is, is hope, C is Thomas. What is B? Come on. Like, I just, like, like what did you see to say, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to push something that B is what I'm trying to figure out because whatever B is adding up with, with, with hope, she, it made her push C down on the bed and climb in, on, in rock. It's not, it's not late enough to do this, but yes, y'all know what I'm getting. <laughs> so she didn't push him on the bed for nothing, y'all. She didn't straddle him for nothing. Stop there. But y'all get my drill. So that being said, I just need her to stop. I just please, just please, please, please stop saying, Steffi and Liam for once and just own up to what you are truly feeling. And, and you know what? I'm, at this point, I don't even care about the words figuring it out. Please stop saying that. Don't even say, you know what? We're figuring it out. I just care about my kids and my job. I just care about my, my kids and my job. Okay. So we have to address the elephant in the room. Like, come on. What happened? Now, now let's go to this point. Let's take out your doggone kids and, and hope for the future out of the equation. Like, I just need them to have a come-to-Jesus moment with her at this point because I am so tired of, of her not even answering the questions that I have. You know, I want dope, but I just need her to be honest with herself, and I want her, she needs to just just own up to it and leave everyone else out of the equation except for what she was really feeling, what happened in that moment, what triggers that. That's all I, that's all I ask because Thomas honestly deserves to know that too. He just does. That's the thing. I mean, soap aside, it's just, it's fucking nauseating. Um, Mm -hmm. 
You go ahead, Candace, while I grab Daph. Nobody's making any damn sense. Point blank, mm-hmm. period. Um, <clears throat> Hope, you're right. Liam is all about Steffi now. This, this, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> Hope's not lying when she's saying that Steffi is in the orbit. Just like Steffi, the reason she's acting a certain type of way is because of Hope. Because they both have been connected through Liam for years. So Hope, you have proven your point with Liam. As soon as something happens, he rushes back over to Steffi. However, Hope, baby, honey, <laughs> I know this is new for you to uh, own up to um, your your uh, deviness ways. But half of you wanted this. And I get it because here's, okay, <laughs> okay, this is going to sound crazy. I know. Hope wanted some excitement. She wanted something different. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like with Liam. I always say that if Liam could, he would take half of Hope and half of Steffi, sew them together, and that would be his perfect woman. The problem is, Hope, is that I think what it is is that she's a, you can't be afraid to own your truth because you've done it before. And there were some consequences with that. I think what it is is that you are trying to use this because you've seen this many times with the adult and with Liam and Steffi and even, you know, where because of a certain event, you push it as being being uh, the cause and effect of something else. So because Liam and Steffi has a lot of connections and a long time and whatnot, this pushed you to go on top of time and ride him like a cowgirl and saying, yeah, seven times. But that's not the case, Hope. You wanted this. I don't understand it myself. And I need the writers to write this for me. I've been saying this all along. I think we mm-hmm. all want to know when was the moment that Amen. Hope, Logan, decided to go ahead and venture out. Is it because she's like this? Maybe I'm trapped. Maybe I have, what is that, freedom? Scott Holmes syndrome or something like that? I don't know. But you can't constantly use that as an excuse. The reason why you climbed on Thomas is because of Stuffy and Liam. Now, however, Liam, and I literally swerved on my, like, I think you know, swerved, about right? Next one, though. Uh, I, I okay. Think. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, Hope, I need you to own I need you to own this instead of pushing it off. And I and again, this is what happens when you see examples for thirty something years. It's like, okay, maybe because because when they do something, it's because of this. It's because of this. And that weighs more heavy than the original factor here. Hope, you stepped out. You did it. Own it, girl. It's okay. We still like you. Can we talk about Liam, please? Please, I'm, I'm waiting. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get. I gotta see. For me, it is. I can only because she keeps saying it. I only have one conclusion. She wants to com- remain to be the saint that she sold herself to be. I I can come to no other conclusion because everybody else owns this shit. Whatever. Not I everybody. Have, nope. 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 I gotta oh, disagree with you on that. Sure. 
No, nobody, because here's the thing, everybody will pass it over to another reason. Like Taylor, mm-hmm. I'm going to use Taylor. The gonna, reason she didn't come back Taylor. to town, but no, but here's well, the but thing, the reason she didn't come back. Writing thing, but no, but what Jesse, I'm saying Jesse is, okay, take a look at Red. Jesse had a one-night stand with her father well, well, God, didn't God, make God, one damn excuse. Just, I don't want to yeah, yeah, not... go to all these cats. What's the next? Does Daphne have the same thing on the uh, Yeah. Hey, Daph. Hey, guys. So first of all, let me just say this. I've been aboard the Hope train. I've been aboard the Thomas and Hope train. Woo-hoo. Um, I've got the train tracks up and down my back. But I'm going to sit here and say this. I'm, I, I need you to tell me, I hope, I need for you to just come out point blank and say, you know what, I wanted Thomas, this is my decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, you see people all the time, you know, what is it, what, I, what I'm out there, I'm out there trying to find, I realize I've spent all this time trying to get Liam, and I found out that Liam is a kombucha drinking dude, and this is not what I want. Go ahead mm-hmm. and admit it. Go ahead and be a HH. That is why I termed the coin hypocritical heroin. You can sit there and be bougie. You can sit there with your nose up in the air in danger of being drowned and if it rains. You can sit there and you can be there and have your crooked, bent, dusty halo on your head and still do all of this stuff because there's quite a bunch of, 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 of leads that are all, almost every soap that we have are HHs, but then when they do something, they do the same thing that the bad girl do or the villain or the, you know, the perceived person. And but I did it for love. I did it for this. Own your crap to say, you know what, Thomas Woman, you know what, I feel realize that this here. I, I was not happy with Liam. I was not happy over here trying to be the perfect person. I was not happy over here. In my in my mind, I'm feeling, and you can say you were feeling second best. In your in your mind, because she she could have been feeling second best. But you don't have to be putting a broke up because of Steffi. It broke up because of Steffi. Now I'm thinking in my mind, she's saying that it broke up because of Steffi. Because Steffi is the one that told that told Liam about her being all close to Thomas, and if that's the case, then explain it that way. That Steffi was all up in my business, even though Steffi had a right to be all up in the business and stuff. But own, oh, I just need for you to own it at this point. Own it and just say, and then and then turn around when somebody question you, say, and what? So what? You know what? I, I'm 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 out. I'm deuces. I, I don't want to be, I, I realize, you know what, I was never going to be number one, and it might have taken me eight years to realize this, I was wasn't going to be number one in, in Liam's life, and Thomas was over here looking mighty fine, and and all of this, and yeah, and I went for it. Just, just be honest in your answer with it, and you can still keep your halo, might be bent, might be broken, might be dirty. You might, and on your way to heaven, you might have to get into, into the movie <laughs> section. But you know, you still going to heaven. You might be in the latest department. So, so, so you don't have to. You know, Brad doesn't have to write her trying to hold on to a halo to, to, in order to decide I don't want to be with Liam, Liam anymore. Never heard someone mention it this way. She could still be in and okay. and that's the funny thing. Like Ridge and Ridge Jr. asked her specific. And the thing is, okay, listen, I would have tolerated her saying it once in the beginning that no one understands what it's like to be in a marriage with a divided house. Okay, cool. 
But when Ridge and Ridge Jr. asked her specific questions, she pivoted right away. I'm like, no, sit down. Um, so I think we all so we're all done with hope and her diversions. We'll we'll, we'll be talk- there's going to be another deflector in this conversation real quick too. So Steffi's safe at the ki- at, at Eric's house with the kids. So for anyone that didn't understand why she's there for more security and there's more people because she doesn't feel safe at her cliff house. We're crazy. Her 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 perfect mother her her hero mother on mother in law on the loose. So. It was good. Um, was really, really wonderful to see the Eric and um, Stephanie conversation. He said, "You know, stay here as long as you want. I'm so glad to have you here." And then Ridge comes to be supportive. Those two were great um, conversations and, and moments. And then we get to the, the then we get to the two men that are a little more tricky. Um, oh, I, well, let me back up a minute. In the midst of all this, I did forget to mention that Finn, that's right, I have to say this first because it ties into, so at the same time, uh, Finn decides to go have his confrontation with Liam, which for me, we talk about timing because that's going to be an issue. He should have had this dick measuring contest with Liam two weeks ago before the near drowning of Kelly. And let me tell you something, I hit the MF roof when Liam brought up about Kelly almost dying, and this man fixed his mouth to say, I'm a doctor. I save lives. She's okay. I'm like, sir, don't minimize a five-year-old nearly drowning to death. Okay, sir? Then he talks about Liam, and you're the reason, and this and that and the other thing. And Liam was basically like, yeah, I didn't have an issue with you till now. But Liam, to, to his credit, you know, everybody wants to say he wants to be a man. Well, whether you think he's right, wrong, or indifferent, he said to the man, yeah, I still love Stephanie. I regret letting her go. So then leaves, and then uh, Liam ends up at the crib. What? Oh, no, I think that, well, no, I think, well, that's that's why I save time. You can't wife, tell somebody you have a date for their wife. That's disrespectful. Well, right. That's why I'm saying if it was mm-hmm. before the, the drowning, mm-hmm. if Finn would have punched him, I would have been cheering before the drowning. But you don't get to punch me when you had my kid almost died on your watch. See, this is the problem with Brad Bell. The timing of certain things, uh, uh, he, we can't. The problem is Brad Bell, to me, is meshing things up so that we can't act appropriately to certain things. So now we have uh, uh, Liam go to the house, check on Kelly and Steffi and, and the kids. And, and of course, as, as shocked to nearly no one, I guess, he says that um, he regrets. He knows he made a mistake in leaving her. And, you know, oh, oh. If, if there was ever a chance of it again, he wouldn't make that mistake again. So he says his piece, he goes to the he goes back to his office and then here comes Finn, which uh, I guess apparently she wasn't answering his calls when she was at work, so he came over. And he starts out too, Liam this, Liam that. And only when he shut his mouth out about Liam, I felt for him because I truly do believe he regrets what happened to Kelly. I don't even I'm don't even hold that against him. But the problem he's going to have is the trust is broken. Steffi can't trust in what he says, because she saw him, she knows that he has this connection to Sheila, so she doesn't know what she's supposed to do with it. So, um... Please, please let me go first. Please let me go first. Oh, me, 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 please. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, Steffi, girl, we need to talk. You can't trust Finn because of Sheila. I get it. Correct. But you can't trust Liam. Liam, uh-uh. See, this is what... This, mm. Oh, okay. Let me get myself together because I had a huge issue with Liam this week. 
Yes, Liam, we understand your child, you know, almost drowned. Stop using that. Stop using what has happened prior to the drowning. Because here's, here's, here, see, this is why I said hope was right. You have, a, you have a conflict in your marriage, and the first thing you did was go over to Stuffy and kissed her. How many times, folks? One, two. By the way, Stuffy, your husband doesn't know about that yet, does he? Mm-mm. Okay. You want to talk about trust? Okay. Liam, <clears throat> where was all of this before you married Hope? You said you love, you like, I wish that, you know, I, I regret being a sassy. When did this happen? After you found out that Hope and Thomas had a thing? Now all of a sudden you're doing this again. See, Liam, this is the problem that I'm having with you. Is when something big happens in a relationship, you go ahead and you start to have those moments of, well, I wonder what it would have been like if I didn't, if I was still with this person. Would I've been hurt? Would I've been a jerk? Would I've been, you know, some, you know, would we have a perfect life? For you to say to uh, to Finn that you said. First of all, if I was Finn, I would have punched you right then and there because, no, we're not disrespecting. See, we have on the table trust, respect, disrespect. And, Liam, I get it because, again, like you said, Carrie, I don't think Finn, like, Finn feels awful about what almost happened. That's a real reaction. A lot of people have that reaction of, you know, if if something, God forbid, was to happen, yeah, of course, everybody would have, I would feel bad. Everybody would have a different out, outtake, outlook on me. But for you to say that to a married man's face, to say, I feel like Finn already has an issue with, with you, Liam, and you don't understand, like, it just boggles my mind that you're so arrogant right now, Liam. Like, it's, it's it's crazy to think that you actually think that you have a shot. If if a shoulda, coulda, woulda. Daffy, I understand. Because Sheila has caused you so much pain. She shot you. She's done some, you know, she shot your husband. She's done awful things. But right now you're in a predicament where you have somebody who truly, and I'm sorry about feelings when I say this, who truly does put you first. And understand, you feel a certain type of way because of somebody who decided to be a TMZ reporter and take a video to try to, to shove down an agenda. And I get it. Before the safety of all, you're worried about Sheila. I get it. I, I just don't know right now, like, I'm confused on on a lot of things, but what I will say is, Liam, you're delusional. Stuffy, you do have to figure some. You need to sit down and really think about certain things. Then, you kind of almost creep me out a little bit, but I get why they're they're giving him layers. But he really does love his wife, and he is going to protect her. So yeah, that's all I gotta say. But Liam, woo, you were you were gangster for that. I, I, I just like he said, little puk. What wasn't that trending this week? Or no? Or was I making that up? It was. It was. Yeah. 
I would have punched him out too if he minimized my five-year-old round too. So let them both punch him. So they should both punch but, him. But but like I said, but at the same time though, like I, I like I said, Finn does feel bad. But I so? feel as though like Liam, but Liam is using. Okay, let me let me just say this. Listen, yes, I, I wait, think, no, I, I, no, I, I, I don't, I don't see. We're gonna, I'm not gonna even bother because I don't think he was using her. All I'm saying is, great. I don't I think it. If Finn could have punched him. No, up, what I'm saying said, is, is that he's using, he's using. He's using. No, what I'm saying is, I, is that Liam beforehand, that's your, that's, before that, this. That's your opinion. I, no, I don't think he did. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't see it that way. I watched my screen. That, I know when it pivoted, but my, but my point is, okay, everybody wanted Finn to punch Liam. If you minimize my five-year-old's near death, I'm punching you. That's all I'm saying. Let him punch you. But I, that's what I said. But listen to what I just. But listen to what I said. I said I know that he feels bad about it. But prior to Kelly, prior to Kelly, right? Where was all of Nothing this for happening. for Steffi? Nothing. Where was all of this for Steffi when Liam was with with Hope? You see what I'm saying? Like this, this, this you, is what people have to understand. You can't have it both ways because here's the thing. Hope's been saying that the, the thing for Steffi never left. Look a year and a half ago when he was at her. What people have to understand is the love for Steffi never left. Did he did he marry another woman? Look at a year and a half ago when but, the blondes had a conniption. But again, but but, but Carrie, this, so you mean to tell me? Listen to what listen to what I'm how I'm, I'm I'm wording you. Isn't this, okay? Steffi, isn't Hope saying that? To okay, but her wait, hold on, wait a minute. But hold, but here's the thing though. Wait, hold on. So you mean to tell me, right? That if you're in another relationship and that relationship breaks up, you go to the next person and do the whole oh it should have been you because that's what Liam did. Yes, and you know Liam did that. Me alone. I can mm-hmm. buy that because I I know why. Look, cause we're not, I'm not we're not going to sit here and rush. This is what space is for. The reason I buy it, I don't. I'm not, well, I'm not on space. I'm not looking here for anybody to win. But the reason I, you can quibble with the timing of it, and he's she's in a vulnerable spot. The reason I believe it is because I know it to be true. Because he was forgiven the lady after sleeping with his daddy until the two blondes got in his ear. I mean, we have to look at the whole history. So do I think that? Okay, so let's look at the whole history then. Let's let's do it uh, well, no, because no, you just I'm brought that up. That. Peter, we don't got time for that. No, because we no, can't go to the school. Is, I can't go that far. That time has changed. Yeah, I'm not doing this. All I'm saying mm-hmm. is I can agree. I, I can respect the people that don't like the timing of it, but I believe wholeheartedly because here's the thing. When people do something and things turn, it, it would be strange to me if people didn't. He left a family for what he – they they promised him that they would never – I'm just going to – they promised Hope and her mother promised Liam that that, that Hope would never. So you're about to do the same thing that everybody else is doing, using another example for for a reason, for a cause and effect, because that's what you just. That's no, what I'm, I'm saying. Like with Liam, no, but what I'm saying for Liam, Liam has this problem of when there's a conflict in a marriage or a relationship, he goes no, over to the, the next you person. He's regretting it. I'm not, I'm not talking. You yeah, but that's what I'm saying because he, because he said because again, where was the where was all of this a year ago? Do you see what I'm saying? Like to me, because of Hope doing this ago. to Thomas. But no, because here's, this is what I'm saying. A year ago, where, where was he saying all of this? A year ago. This is what I'm. No, but what, what I'm saying. But no, regardless of who clarity it was, but where was this for? Steffi, a year ago. It never, but Candace, I just told you that. Any, yeah. It's very simple. Liam's love for Steffi, if you think Liam's love for Steffi went away, then I don't know, then we can't, I'm, we're not going to have They a have a regional relationship, but I wouldn't go over no, there. No, I wouldn't no, go, no, no. First of all, 
Wait a minute, hold on. So you mean to tell me a married man should kiss my wife? Uh, you, you mean I to tell me that's okay? Who said, who said that? I but no, but what, what I'm saying is, is this is what I'm trying to say. His love went for Steffi. He had to I, No, I didn't know. This is what I just said. To me, for you to say to a married man, I would still be with, like, in other words, you're disrespecting, like Steffi even said. I, I, no, Liam disrespecting their you're, marriage. You're bringing three. No, you asked me where was his, you asked where was all this a year ago. Where was all I'm of this last you. year, yes. Because he was married to Hope and he was on his best behavior. But the love for Steffi, do you really, we already know, we see it in dialogue. She was on her deathbed, hooked up to machines. The two blondes wouldn't let her, her think she was married to Liam for 24 hours. The love was always, Sin fans were having a meltdown because they showed Steam flashbacks a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So, so, so my question to you, but no, on. but listen to what I did, listen to what I said. Listen to how I'm wording no, no, it. Maybe I'm that's, no, maybe that's no, what the no, problem is. The, I'm wording it correct. I'm, wrong, I'm wrongly, in, I'm, you know, doing it. What I'm saying is, is that Liam and Steffi have I, a history. I, Wait, hold on. They have a history. That is true. They have a kid. But what I'm saying is, a year before, a year ago, where was all of this? I wish I was with Steffi. I should be still with Steffi. If I had my it way, me and Steffi would still be together. Ago. I watch a show and think, so if I'm going to okay. do that, then I'm going to see her every day and ask why. Why was why didn't have her hope have her clarity when they were having a fit that Liam was at Steffi's bedside? Why didn't Hope leave Liam then? We can do this all day long. Do you remember Hope kind of felt a certain type of way about that, though? I'm not making it a yes, Hope and Steffi, but what I'm asking you, what I was asking is, is that to me, it was very disrespectful of Finn when he's coming over there to say something to somebody about his behavior to his wife. That's I'm not, what I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not point. saying that I Liam and Steffi... Okay. I don't even know how we got here because I'm not debating that it was disrespectful. I, that never came out of my mouth. That's why. I, that's why I'm I was just. Ask, I, my question was is that I had. It, that's why I, I said I, me, Candace had an issue with Liam for before, for saying before that. Before the near drowning. See again, I, it's a false equivalency. I said it. I'm, I'm on record as already saying before the near drowning of a five year old. When when Lee, when when Finn said. Oh great, Hope and Liam are divorced. He better not come over here and lean on you and fall into old patterns. That's when that's when Liam, not Liam, what's his face? Two weeks ago when, when Hope when he found out about Lope's divorce and he said, Oh, he better not think he's gonna come lean on you. That's when John Finnegan should have marched over to Spencer and say, Listen, Liam, I know your marriage is ended, sorry, buddy, but don't think you're leaning on my wife. Before the five year old almost died and before you want Steffi to accept a psychopath. There's me it's a, we talk about timing. That's the timing for me. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go on this topic? Uh, uh, who, um, what are we? Who, Okay, I will jump in here. Okay. For me, uh, uh, I will carry to me. I, I don't think that's to say what happened a year ago. I could say that pretty much with every single character on the cameras for or for so where the heck was this a year ago? Where did, were you a year ago? Every, the circumstances in life changes where you were. What I did a year ago, I'm telling you, I've, the stuff I'm doing now, I would not have done a year ago. So I, I don't I don't think I could kind of compare that to me Liam to me do I believe he's a piece of trash yes because I'm dragging him to me I think that's wrong to put Steffi in this situation because you all are a waffler who knows you can get her anytime you want you know you can't get hope you can get Steffi and vice versa and you are playing on those emotions I completely agree with that 
But I don't understand how anyone could have believed Liam Simmons ever went away. Because everyone talk about, oh, look at how he was married to Hope. The can if we have everyone posting receipts on Twitter, why is no one posting the, re- the receipt as to why Liam and Hope got married to begin with? From my memory, I could be wrong about this. Didn't Steffi take her ring off and give it to Hope? That's literally sure what did. happened. She chose mm-hmm. herself. So to me, I think we should look back and say, wait a minute. Liam actually did not make a decision. Unlike what we see with Ridge, I love my Ridge. Ridge has made a decision the past decades. He's been choosing Brooke. I know a lot of Ridge fans don't want to hear it. But since the early 2000s, unfortunately, Ridge has only chose Brooke only when it pertains to Taylor. When it comes to Liam, unfortunately, if you look back on it, if we're going to bring up his past, he was going to choose Steffi. Even after she slept with this man's father, he was going to be with her. Why an idiot behind was easily manipulated by Bill by a hug, and then they said they still having an affair. So guess what? He ran the hope, and that's why we have little beautiful Beth, because they she conceived that night. So that's why she existed. So Brooke and the whole problem was that he could forgive her. They're like, why would you forgive somebody for this? He was going to forgive her. And then even then, he still loved her strong. He fell back in love with her when she gave birth to Kelly. But it was just, mm-hmm. oh, this, oh this, is the, this is the version of who Hope is. So I don't see, I don't quite understand when he fell in love. Just because we've seen him in a happy relationship with, and it's kind of like, a, you know what, a good thing is like a, a Nick and Sharon, I would say. Do I believe they're in love? Heck no. I think it's been decades since that. But do I believe something could trigger it? Of course it could. I'm not going to say, well, Nick, where was this link? See, I'd be like, well, it happened over the course of time. With Liam, I think the problem is that it's happening so much, and this is why I am slamming the storyline. You just got to divorce the hope. It should not be like, okay, Steph, you are the moon in the eyes. But I do think it's just more, and I wish the writers would play it like this because I don't like kind of guessing where everything is at this point. Can they explain? He just needs a better writing because the writing for his character is just straight up awful. It's just a, just awful writing. There's literally no defense of that. But the only thing, the only thing I'm defending Liam about is that I don't think he's ever fallen out of love with Steffi. I right. think that Steffi made the decision because she mm-hmm. literally chose herself. Liam, show me the episode when Liam made a decision. And I don't want to see Kim the coolest virgin. That's 50 years. I don't want to see that. I'm sorry. No. Since Annika Virgin has been on this show, shoot, choose me the scene where he wasn't manipulated, by the way. If you got that receipt, where he wasn't manipulated and he said, Hope, sweetie, I choose you, because I don't remember that scene. I just remember the scene of him getting manipulated by Mr. Bill Spencer. And, guys, you know it's hard for me to say this because Bill and Steffi is my ship. He manipulated the whole situation and made sure he planned the whole Hope thing. And guess what? Hope, the one, Miss, Miss Clarity, was a willing participant because she did it every single episode saying, well, you know, I'm the perfect one. I would never do you like Steffi did. You know, you shouldn't be with a girl like that. Oh, look at what she did in the gondola when Kim was playing. I still have to hear about the gondola, whatever that nonsense is called. Every episode when Annika first came on the show, look at what you did with us 10 years ago. We were robbed. Miss Katie Logan said the same thing to Wyatt. Mm-hmm. She said, Wyatt, Wyatt, please don't tell the truth. That, that that Bill and Steffi isn't having an affair. They deserve this. They were robbed. That's what I was hearing a lot of time. I don't remember Liam saying, oh, snap, you know. So to me, I'm just going to say in general, I, the timing to me right. is really terrible. But he's never fallen out of love with her, and that's what we disagree with. I would say as much as I, I do love Trish, the OG virgin, I know Trish fans don't want to admit this, 
Ridge did fall out of love with her. And that is the biggest difference for me. With Liam, he never did. But I am slamming Liam because it's written so terrible. It's like, why are you saying all these words? You're just disrespecting this man. And this is where I agree with Candace. You can, I, I don't care what, I'm going to slam the Kelly thing too. My issue here is that you're going to go with this man and tell him about the epic great love we have, really, the epic great love we have with the crap you've done. I, if I was sitting, I literally would have just done something that you were literally just disrespecting my marriage and acting like you the man, like, oh, I had it, you know, I know how it is, love and stuff. Yeah, oh, you really, you do. So I, if I was sitting, oh, man, I feel so, I feel, I just I just felt forfeit, and I agree with him, like, you can't keep playing with people emotions like this, and that's why Liam is getting trapped, because whether I agree with he fell in love with her or not, you can't do that because you got wrong. You're going to say, Steffi, well, baby, I made a mistake. Let's take me back. What? And Steffi, your weak behind is sitting there looking down and accepting this? Really? I say, no, you made the decision. Well, exactly. Actually, I made the decision for you, but you didn't fight for me, so you have a blessed day. That's exactly what I would have told Liam. You, can, you can't keep doing this. Like, that's some emotionally, not, that's some emotional That's a mental abuse. Because you know, you know, you know how much this lady loves you. Deep down, Liam knows Hope and Steffi love him. So I don't think that's really fair to even put this married woman in this situation. So that's where I am uh -huh. more so I'm where I'm on both sides here. And Finn, I'm going to slam you too because my issue with Finn and this whole confrontation with Liam, okay, I agree with you. Go ahead and call Liam a puke or whatever you call it, little punk, whatever. I forgot what word the dude said. But my issue here, how is you coming in here saying, hey, Liam, I blame you for everything that happened in our marriage. And then in the next thing to say, well, whether you like Sheila or not, she's the reason she's alive. How can you have those words in the same sense as no one wants to hear about Sheila? I'm sorry you love your mother. But no one here to hear that psychopath. And my issue here is I wish that one character would say, well, dang, maybe how in the heck Sheila got to do that? You were turned around that much? Did you drink the iced tea? Did you ate the, 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 the food? What did you do? How long were you turned around for that Sheila ran over there? You didn't see this accident happen. Are you serious, then? So, and I'm sorry. I don't care that he, that's what I'm dis, dis, uh, disagreeing with kids. I don't care if you feel sorry. My kid almost passed away and what he's telling me. If Sheila's not there, my little Kelly is dead today. That, that's what you were telling me today? Heck no, no, I, no, Kenson. Yeah, it's gonna take a I long time because, because, because I, I'm so I can't live with it. I can't. I cannot live with the fact that this child would be dead if Sheila freaking Carter wasn't there. Why are you turned around that long of a time? I like that every character is saying, "What the heck are you turned around for?" And, okay, I could. I think all of us turn, people turn around with kids. I don't think mm -hmm. he turned around longer than ten, five, up seconds. He turned around five, ten minutes. Until Sheila stuff he wants him to go down. So Finn, no, you getting dragged because the whole thing was stupid. That lady was floating under the water with Sheila trying to protect the child before you turned around and noticed what the hell was happening. So I'm slamming you. Steffi, the only reason I'm slamming you is because, really, you're not going to answer Finn's phone calls. I know y'all having some issues, but don't y'all share kids together as well. I thought that was a little idiotic to me. So I said, what the heck is your decision? And your, your issue is. And also, this whole Liam stuff, you're just a weak character for this. I was hoping that you had evolved for this. The looking eyes, the, the sadness, like, oh, the leaning into him. And it's just inappropriate. The fact that he could lean in this much to you, this is so disrespectful to your marriage. So, as I, you know, we could say two things is true. I think with my speech, I could say four things is true because I slammed every one of these characters. <laughs> so that's what I would say here. I can't. I can't disagree. I don't have an issue with people. The timing of it is terrible. I would have slapped. I my issue with Finn isn't that he turned around. He minimized. Oh, she all right? I'm a doctor. I save lives. I'm like, what's that going to do with anything? 
Mm-hmm. And I did, and, and you're right. I don't know why Steffi didn't. Sh- sh- well, we know why, but she should have shot him down, and she didn't. So we'll see. Um, who's next? Uh, Kim, did you go on this topic? No, not yet. Go ahead. Um. So I. So I'm a Liam fan, and I'm a Steam fan. So the thing is, is that. Of course, obviously, we all know the timing is just, of course, it's always not good with practically almost anything. But in this situation, I feel like, yeah, this is a, I feel like this was his clarity and kind of like a reflection. And I'm not even talking about with Kelly or anything like that. I'm not talking about that. Obviously, he has every right, every single little right to be concerned about telling what happened, everything like that. And I feel like what, when he talked to Finn and everything, yeah, it was disrespectful for him to say that, but it's not like he said, oh, well, I'm going to get her back. I don't care what you say. He did admit, like, well, okay, we, yeah, we do have a history, and I'll always love her. Like, that's just whatever. So on that end, I'm like, okay, ugh, we're a little bit too far, bro. But, okay, whatever. Whatever. Finn already knew this anyway. So the thing is, is that I kind of feel like he was just, uh, I think he's being, he's kind of found his, his clarity in, with everyone and trying to be honest and truthful and everything because, for one, Hope did kiss. I mean, honestly, when when you, when you saw that kiss with Thomas, I mean, he was shaking. He was extremely distraught. So I get, I think he kind of felt like, whoa, she's not the picture perfect person or picture perfect woman. I thought she was or whatever, who didn't do this or who wouldn't do this, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, that gave him that clarity too. Like, okay, well, we're all, none of us are perfect pretty much. So, of course, his feelings for Steffi never left. Obviously, that just goes without saying. They have the best chemistry for me, to me. Um, They do, him and Steffi. So, the fact that he told her, now, he kissed her hand, of course. I'm glad he didn't kiss her again or whatever on the lips, but he just said, if I had a chance. He's not saying, oh, well, you've got to leave Finn right now. Leave that man now. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to run off and get married. He's not saying nothing like that because he'd be crazy, too. I can say that myself. He's not saying that. He's just saying, if, if, if I ever did, I would just do things different. Why in the world did I? Because, I, you know, he's just having this moment of reflection and clarity. And also with, with the scenes with Ridge, I thoroughly enjoy both because he, and just, I like the fact that Ridge was like, so what are your feelings for my daughter? And he was kept saying, well, you know, it has nothing to do with this. I was cool with Finn. I, I mean, I, obviously I trust him, but when I saw this, blah, 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 he was like, okay, but you didn't answer my question. What are your feelings for my daughter? You know, so I appreciate that he wanted to get clarity from from Liam, and he did, and Liam was just honest with him. He's being honest with him, with everyone, and with himself. And the fact that he said, you know, I don't know what the future may bring. So it is kind of is, it is what it is. Especially go back to Liam. I mean, he said, whatever. Okay, fine. I, she loves the man, obviously. And Finn clearly loves that. I know that. I, I'm not denying that either. Of not being a Finn fan, never have, never will be. So therefore, the fact that He's just saying if, you know, or whatever the cards they bring, I'm just going to deal it in a different way, and I'm going to know how to handle it. So whatever it is. So I appreciate that for him. Now, for me being that Steam fan now, don't get it twisted. I do not want them to get together right now. That is, that would be extremely way off. The timing would be insane because, for one, you know, he, he still got the hope thing or just thinking about this and still lingering. And then also with, with Finn and Steffi, they're still married, duh. So it's like, okay, you, you can't, Liam, don't pray 
on the ceiling, don't push too, too much. You know, don't, don't, don't. And I don't want Steffi to, you know, she's thinking about what Liam said and everything to her. I just don't want her to be so conflicted to where she just, just jumped to Liam too. And then they get together just because of those new circumstances. I want them, if they're going to get back together, if, you know, I would be celebrating if they did down the line. They're in game. I would be extremely the happiest fan ever for team. But the thing is, if they get back together, I want it and I need it to be organic. I need it to be natural. I need it to be because they want to genuinely and because they're not married to other people and because someone else did something to hurt them. That's my. Those are my terms. That's how I would want to see my favorite couple to get on, on both to get back together. That's how I'd want them to not in some circumstances because she has Stephanie has a lot of things to do. She has a lot of reflection and clarity to come to as well too, especially. And I'm also appreciative of Finn telling her, "Look, I'm gonna fight for you. I'm not gonna let Liam this blah 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 blah. I know this. I know he, he still loves you, blah blah. Obviously, I'm not gonna do it with a fight. You're my life. You're my world. Obviously, I knew that. We knew that. You know, he's like, I would never hurt you, this and that and the other. So Stephanie has a lot of thinking to do, a lot of clarity and everything." Coming to terms, but the thing is, is that Sheila, Sheila is Finn's mother. Period, point blank. Let's just call it what it is. And she, she's definitely terrified because she doesn't know what, what Sheila can do. If you throw her a bone, she'll take it a mile and then some. And, and the bone was with Finn calling her mother and mom. So the thing is, is that she just wants to be safe. And also, as long as Finn has these lingering feelings and wants and desires or whatever to have, you know, being feeling like a motherly love or whatever, like he told her in the, and when he was in jail you know, which, which Stephanie doesn't know about either, you know, so they're both keeping some things, you know, it, it's like, it's just going to be what if. I don't want that in that toxic environment. So unless Finn does something drastic or something happens, I don't know, it, it's always going to be a problem because Sheila is going to be in the picture, especially if Finn decides to explore that or he can't hold back on from exploring it with, with his feelings for his mother, for Sheila. So at this point, it's just, it's a lot that Stephanie has to work out too, um, emotionally and mentally and just with her marriage too or where she wants to go. But I, at this time, I want Liam, you know, to just continue on this journey of this reflection, just understanding what he did wrong, why he did it. You know, he admitted that they both did some wrong. They both hurt each other and was also no on the opposite end of wanting, of, of being hurt. But they, the biggest mistake was what he did. So I just want him to continue on that journey of himself and just reflecting on that. And again, just, you know, letting everything and anything happen organically if they, if they do get back together for my couple things. So that's what I'll say about that. But I thought they were good. And Liam will always start to get my skin care, especially this week. I thought they were good with perfect scenes with Ridge. That was just amazing. And I'm so proud of him. I'm so happy about the Liam. I love him to death. So, yeah, that's what I got. I forgot. I did forget to mention the Ridge thing, and I took this. I, they didn't say it, but to me, when he, I just want to mention something real quick. They didn't say it in dialogue. I hope we get it eventually. I agree with what you said, Tim, and of course, I don't want this rush because it, then it just it just doesn't do anybody any good. Everybody right. comes out looking right. bad. But when he talked about right. loving so deeply and then being hurt so deeply, I automatically, now they didn't say it, but to me, I inferred the one-night stand, but I want to see them go yeah. into it more because I've, I have yeah. realized the show had never really did a good job of showing because they were too busy mm-hmm. shoving hope up his ass. We didn't get to see mm-hmm. Liam go through that pain. But um, right. So I mm-hmm. I'll, we'll see um, where this goes. Mm-hmm. Hi, hi, Daphne. Hey. So my take on this is I got issues with everybody. 
I got issues with Finn because I felt like Finn wasn't taking Kelly and the, the um the almost drowning serious as serious as he needs to be taking it. I feel that he's got issues, unresolved issues with Sheila. And yes, I'm just gonna have to say it that Steffi wouldn't allow him to, to to have to have contact with Sheila to have some of those unresolved issues with Sheila settled. Because if we go back. Steffi was like, no, we're not having no contact with Sheila at all. And I agree with being okay, I can't have that. But then I also got to remember the scenes that he was having with um, what's-her-name Paris about some of the conflict, because you can't tell that man who's been adopted that you can't talk to your birth mother and figure out some of the stuff that's going on. You can only get so much from Jack, because if you think about it, we got some conflicting stories. Sheila keeps saying that Jack took the baby from her almost immediately. So I, you know, for that. So on one hand, Finn is getting some layers, and I want to see what that's about. Now, if I was Liam, I would have wanted to deck Finn for minimizing your laziness in watching my daughter. But I also got to remember, Liam is not like Finn from the very beginning of this. We just recently got these kumbaya moments where we all going to sit together and play together and be a foursome at bridge and, and, you know, play cards and Uno and all of this other good stuff. We had just, Finn is, Liam is not like Finn from the very beginning of this. So you remember he had issues with Finn being, being her doctor and, quote, unquote, you know, possibly getting inappropriate with her and all of that stuff. Now, my whole point is, I would want to, if I'm seeing, I'm going to want to deck Liam out because I'm still married to Steffi. You're going to sit over here and tell me that if I get a chance and we got history, we got connections, this is the man who's already slept with your, with your then girlfriend through no fault of Finn. It wasn't like Finn did something and Steffi was mad and, and, um, and they just fell and her and, and her and Liam fell in love together. Liam thought was selling her that bill of goods back then. When he when he didn't have enough guts to walk in that door to see Thomas kissing on a mannequin, because at that point I wish somebody had heard the. To me, he took the blinders off then. It must have put the blinders back on because you remember he told Hope all sorts of names and talked about Hope bad at that point when he thought that Hope was kissing um, Thomas and the mannequin. So uh-uh, no, you ain't had no blinders on. Your blinders was already off, and you put them back on, and you then you took them back off again. Now, Liam, your divorce is not the, the ink on your divorce is not even dry yet. The, the, your divorce is probably sitting on Hope's table, not even been filed in court yet. And here you're gonna sit here and say, "Well, I never stop loving you." Then if you never stop loving Steffi, then why? Okay, so then why didn't you have enough guts? I don't care how much pushing and everything that, that Brooke and Hope did at that point, if you was a man and you had the guts and you should have said, no, I don't, I can't get, I don't care. We can, the same thing you did with Steffi, you could tell Hope we can co-parent. So, no, I, I mean, yeah, Brooke and Hope them did all of the pushing and pulling, but I got to, I can't 100% blame Liam for, for saying, okay, I'm just going to be with Hope now. I'm sorry, I, if I'm being I will punch him out too. And if I, and if Steffi, 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 I know you got some things going on, but you over here, you're not putting Liam in his place. You need to be telling Liam, look, we, you know, look, we can't be saying 
I love you. We going to be, we besties. We doing this. You, you need to have some boundaries. And that's to me where you should have had boundaries before. You should have had boundaries because I don't care if you're my baby daddy, you the the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. When you come to my house, you're going to either, A, let me know that you're coming, or you're going to B, knock on the door. You're not going to just walk. And to me, that's the issue I have with soap, where people just walk up into somebody's house. Where's the security and stuff is all of that? Where's the security and all that stuff to let Liam? And you got to remember, Liam is over there saying, before all of this happened, I waited till Finn left so we can talk and everything. You got to have some boundaries. You either end things, you need to call Liam out on his on his crap. I'm sorry, because what's going to be next? Because um, next next year, next month, Steffi does something that you don't like, you're going to be back over there. Hope, I always loved you. We got some unresolved feelings, blah, blah. No, Liam, you need to be by yourself and figure out what it is that you want. I'm hoping that this is a way to just exit out. Because to me, I feel like Brad Bell, and I say this every week, but I'm not going to use the term gaslighting. I feel like Brad Bell is stacking the deck with some of these storylines. We didn't really need a Liam confessing that I never fell out of love with Steffi for there to be a triangle, for there to be issues between Liam, Steffi, and Finn. You know, you didn't have to put the romance and stuff into this into this thing because this at least, what did Tia say? At least Ridge will, has, has told Taylor, Oh, uh, no, I want to be with Brooke. Liam has never told either one of these women, I want to be with you or I don't want to be with you. It's almost as like it's default with him, with, with, with both women. And that's the issue that I kind of have, you know, with all of this. So, um, you know, so it's, it's just to the point where I'm like, you know what, let's just, let's just get, let's get a rope. Let's just get a ring and just let these two men just see if they can fight it out and duke it out and, you know, and, and just and just to let it go. And I'm going to say this here about the character, even though we didn't see Sheila, I need Sheila to go. Or if you don't let Sheila go, this is where Sheila should be sort of stirring the pot on the outside, and you know, on the outside. You know, and having maybe Steffi believe that Finn is doing stuff or manipulating things, you know, manipulating things on the outside. Because you know now when she finds out that Steffi is gone, she's going to go out to Steffi. She's going to go out to all of this stuff. So I'm like, please, just give me the regular triangle with all of this stuff. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of – I'm tired of Brad Bell and the triangles at this point. Or at least – well, at least we're getting a new triangle, you know, with this. So. I don't know. But I'm dragging everybody. I'm dragging Liam, I'm dragging Finn, and I'm dragging Steffi. I'm dragging everybody. Okay. Well, they, well, they all kind of, yeah, they all kind of had their moments of like, what the? But see, I, I have to say, though, to be fair, that's the kind of thing I like, to, to be able to say, you, I can agree with one person in one instance, but then in the next go, wait a minute, yeah, you know. <laughs> that's not right. I think that's kind of how I like the characters to be anyway, because I don't think anything should ever be all black or white. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That's it for bold, right? Did you? Did you? Yeah. So let's let's go to we'll go to Y and I wanted to get uh, days over with, to be quite honest. Okay. I can all be right. Quicker. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll get. I'm gonna get days over with. Um. Okay. This this gonna be a nice quick day, guys. So um. 
Chad, Stephanie, and Alex. Chad warned Alex to stop harassing Stephanie, and Stephanie throws a drink in Chad's face when she found out what he did. And he said that she's the first person he's been with and trusted since Abby, so, you know, he's holding on to this love. Does anyone care about this triangle? Uh-uh. No, you can skip me okay. entirely cause I don't, until next week, until they deal with Victor. Okay, so I guess no one needs to talk about that. Uh, okay, that's that's a quick dis- discussion. Okay, now I'm sure this is something everyone going to want to talk about. Talia is not so sure she's bisexual or if her feelings for Chanel is because of Colin. Again, she has another therapy session with Marlena because she has feelings for her and all that now. Chanel also has feelings for uh, Talia. Johnny has feelings for Chanel again. The triangle we didn't know, we did not want it, and we still don't want it. Me, thank you. I I talked about this last week. So actually, everyone just listened to the podcast last week to get my thoughts on this this whole triangle. It's a joke. How the way we playing with sexuality is a joke. Now Talia is a bisexual lady, but wait a minute, I'm not sure if I'm bisexual because I've never been attracted to ladies. But you know, Chanel got some type of magic tricks where I'm suddenly attracted to women. Yeah, this is really beautiful how sexuality happens. I, I yeah, probably I need to come. I, I need to come out, and I don't know. I need to come out yet. I I don't think I'm attracted to women, but maybe I gotta meet Chanel. I I don't know. Who who else got a comment on this story here? Oh, not everybody speaking. I agree. Go, 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 real quick. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, real quick. Speech. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I just, I just, I'm just confused with this. I, y'all know, I'm a Janelle fan. We're Johnny and Janelle together, and to get back together. Um, so I, I just, I don't know. I just, and then part of me is like, okay, so are you just having feelings for her because? I, I, I can't even see. I can't even guess. I don't even know. Is it because Paul's not in the picture, or because she was a friend at first, or what? Like I just con- I'm confused. And then I see, I notice how when Johnny left or whatever, and Talia walked up to them in the square, that you know she noticed how Chanel was watching Johnny as he was walking away. So I'm like, okay, so is this gonna make you like her more? Like I'm confused. Just leave them alone. I'm like, no. This kid, her parent told you was someone else for crying out sake. I guess you want my Johnny and Chanel back. So I, I honestly don't know what's going to happen. I just don't want them to be a, to be a triangle between those three. Um, so, but, but it, it looks like that's where it's headed, but I just hope not. So, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, uh, Candace or Daphne, any comments on this or on to the next topic as well? Natalia's love life or uh, oh, oh, okay. <clears throat> you know how early I slam uh, Frank and them about Sabrina yeah. and stuff? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, see, this is one of those times where I'm like, all right, is this a story decision or did somebody, you know what I'm saying? Did somebody mess with mm-hmm. something? It's very offensive in a sense because, again, I don't know. And see, I can separate because I saw a lot of people kind of coming after the actress. And I'm like, why are y'all coming after her? It's the character. I feel as though y'all don't know what to do with Talia, clearly. But you guys don't even know what, like, okay, Dave, Dave, what's up, y'all? Janelle and Johnny is your money maker. 
you always have them this close, and then you put somebody else in the orbit, and then you make a you make it co- like a conflict. Mm-hmm. Chanel is that character who, seriously, like for real, but with this Talia, be. Yeah, this is a lot. Just put Chanel and Johnny together and call them. Call me when they do that. Call me, like seriously, because I, 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 I don't, do I, I don't, I don't get what's the, I don't get why we always do this. I get it's a soap opera, but my God, this is one of those times where okay, Talia is supposed to be Jada's sister. You notice I said it like that because, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, so y'all can't put her with anybody else. Like y'all don't know. Oh, okay, I'm just gonna be quiet now. Well, I would say this before I go to Daphne. The issue with Talia is that she should have left right with Colin. That's the issue. She was here for off, not as a long-term character. That's my thoughts. No, I'm sorry. I, we, I love diversity, but we have a, a lot of diverse characters on here. Talia did not, was not needed. She could have left with some jail time right when Colin did. But Daphne, any thoughts on this? All I'm going to say is I agree with you, Tia. Talia should have went to jail, and that's what we should have done with the character. And that way she she went to jail for her crimes. She might not, she may not have got as much time as Colin, who was the mastermind, but she went to jail. She loses her medical license or whatnot, and you go to jail, and that's how you write the character off. You don't have to have all these insert characters, and you keep them on forever and ever, and then you can't figure out a way to deal with them. But she should have went to jail, and that's, how, and that's how you fixed her. <laughs> I didn't want to say five in a day. Okay. I thought she was going there. You, I, I got it too, dear. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Next story. Jason and Carly are reunited. Woo-hoo. <laughs> we in Bayview again. Harris is one of the Jolly. Yes, Ava believes that... Ha- oh, 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 my God. Okay. We know what Jolly this person liked. Okay. Mm. Ava believes that Harris... Uh, Looks like a, a former person, me, knowing the history. I said, no, come on. They better not try a way to say Jason Morgan without saying this. I was like, let, let, come on now. And then she's like, do I know you? And, and, then, and then she was like, wait a minute. Of course you know me. I said, well, that's true, but really? But, yeah. And then she pretty much said mm-hmm. that he, that's pretty much that, you know, he's Charlie. So she's so clearly she won't be leaving Bayview anytime soon because she's still having hallucinations of him. But... It, it turned out bad, but it actually ended up pretty good. I actually love the conversation she was having. She still had the guilt over the way she treated Charlie. And it actually sounded worse when she described it, because I know that we heard Charlie point of view. It was kind of mm-hmm. sad. Although we know how Charlie turned out, she was like, she just wanted to, he just wanted my love. Even every time I go visit him, he does everything to oppress me, and she just didn't care. He Every day, every time he's seen his mother, he just wanted her attention. And so it, it was like sad. It's like, man, you want it was like they, they played it like she didn't have 1% love for the boy. She didn't, and that's what she was saying, like when she was talking to him, and then she said, man, I just, he just wanted my love. And, and that is probably why she's getting hunted. So I actually like it because I didn't expect to get that backstory. We've heard the backstory, but uh-huh. you know, how bad she felt like, man, this little boy just wanted my love, and I could not give him that. And just that she said, anytime I visit him, you could see how she pretty much said, you could see the joy in his eyes. He just wanted my love and just it's just it's kind of sad like I know Charlie Dell was a rapist and stuff but they should have kept him on the show y'all, y'all knew that I just think they should have found a better way but I just felt it was more potential with him staying on the show but 
Uh-huh. She loved only Steve Johnson's son. So, yeah, Ava, you won't be getting no Mother of the Year awards. But you know what, Candace? It seemed like you actually enjoyed this story. So what are you, your thoughts on this? Okay. So, hey, Dave, thank you for doing what I said. Because, Kim, Daphne, y'all remember I said they were going to do that, where they're going to have Tam to Steve, and she's going to like, you know, you look familiar to me. They do this all the time when there's other people mm-hmm. from other shows, you know, it's a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. Let me just say this. Dave, I wish you would have promoted this a little bit better, but, again, I, I know who used to be your PR department. Um, <clears throat> I thought I thought the scenes were good, too, because we got more of an insight about Ava's guilt about Charlie, who I also agreed and see, this is why I had an issue with Charlie being the rapist and everything, because not everybody needs to be raped on on days. Mm-hmm. Period. There was more of a character development for this for this character. Now, again, I'm like, I would be. I'm not gonna lie. Other than Sarah, Pam and Steve Burton had chemistry. They, I've always said that. I was like, I was like, kind of in my moment. I was like, he loved her jolly to okay. find out, and okay, I did. I really did. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna hide it because to me, they just work so well together. Dave, I need to know where we're going. That with Harris right now, because I was like, okay, last week it was also Eve. Eve was there, and mm-hmm. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> This is kind of interesting. I was like, Cassie the Pirates, and I was trying to think. Oh, nice way to Did they have a scene on, on General Hospital? So, yes, yeah, so I was like, okay, I wish Charlotte Ray was there. Yeah. I will say that I'm not taking this away from Cassie, but if Charlotte Ross had made an appearance, that's where we come full circle. But, again, probably because of situations that they saw last, they couldn't control that, and we're not going to worry about that stuff for the son of a bitch is fired. He's gone without payment. Anyway, <laughs> back to Ava. I'm glad that she's kind of having these moments and she's owning it. And, you know, Trip and, and, and it's just I, I like this development we have with Ava. And this is one of those things where I'm like, you know, like you said about both, timing is everything. Well, Ava. I mean, it's everything. Because now you realize, oh, shit, like, maybe I should have done this, and now I'm going to regret it, and I'm going to have hallucinations from for now until forever for this. So I was okay with it. I really did what enjoy it. So. Are we not supposed to say for everyone that day is that copyrighted? Okay. Um, yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> let's let's, let's <laughs> go to the, to the next one. Okay. Guys. I think this might have been a record on so somebody could tell me if I'm wrong. How the heck did we get four marriages proposals in the same week? Are you Dave, are you are you smoking something? Uh, really? No, just, no that, wasn't that wasn't the record. That wasn't the record. The record is all my children all my children. How many proposals? My children has the record. In a week? Zach 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 Kendall, Ryan Greenley, Erica Jackson. I mean yeah, Jackson. But that will happen the same week, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, I'm missing. Well, let's go through these proposals. EJ proposes to Nicole. Finally says yes. Eric proposes to Salone. She says yes. So we all know something is going to happen. In I, I would. So. I would say yes to him too. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a new Eric in town. I said, oh, this is Eric. He got. He's recast for now. Um, Xander proposes to Chloe. 
<laughs> what? Uh, are you kidding? Right, for real? Like, like what, what are we doing here? Like, and then she said, what the hell? We wasn't even dating that long. Are you are you smoking something? But she's pretty much wait and see. Brady finds out later. He kisses Chloe. That's a cliffhanger. We don't know what's happening. But I will say the Belle and Chloe scene was good because Belle called out Chloe and said, how can you be with a terrible person like Xander? Chloe said, wait a minute. Did you forget you were with EJ who shot your father and did terrible things to your sister Sammy? And she said, the difference between me is that I am a friend who does not judge you. I said, okay, Chloe, oh. I, I got to kind of agree. Like, if you're going to go who did work to families, uh, Belle, I'm sorry you shouldn't have been with EJ. So, unfortunately... And to be quite honest, I thought Chloe was a terrible friend to Sean during that in support of you, Belle. So, yeah, Belle, I think Chloe won that but round. Chloe was with Daniel Jones. Oh, please. Daniel was the lover everybody loves. Okay. Rex, uh, Rex proposes to Sarah. Um, kidding me. He, he still loves her, and he will never stop loving her. And this is a couple I don't think as they had that has a fan, so I don't get why this still exists. Also, he, it will fix the problem just in case Xander ever finds out that he is the father of this child. And by the way, Maggie knows he's the father because she jumped in the town and got all the good deeds. So, yes, I am. I'm finishing off this recap real early because we're going to talk about every one of these stories. You can say in whatever order you wanted, all these proposals, which ones you liked, which ones you didn't. So, if you want to talk about the storyline within these <laughs> stories, go for it. So, EJ Nicole, Eric Salone. Is there the Chloe, Rex, Sarah? Go for it. It seemed like somebody like named Candace wants to chat about these proposals. Nicole and, and EJ, what the hell, Nicole? See, this is the, see, this is the problem, Nicole. You're egging him on. You're egging him. He thinks this baby is his. One. Two, you're going to fake it. You're going to fake. Like, now, here's the thing. Nicole, do I think you care about EJ? Yes, of course. But EJ loves you. There's a difference. When he proposed, as much as I know you want to say it, you should have said, EJ, I love you, I care for you, but no. Because the reason you're saying yes is because of Eric. Now, Eric is alone. Hey, girl! See, this is she, my my hero. Say, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, actually, she is because she got Eric. Um, I will say real quick, Jason, who's doing the fill-in for Greg. First of all, I didn't even recognize him, and I was like, "Hey, Dave, you like to reuse characters? Can we get him back later as I don't know who? But we need to keep him. I like him, <sighs> Eric." See, all right, days. Okay, I gotta, I gotta bring this back up. I'm still feeling a certain type of way about not having Jada and Eric because I'm feeling so maybe. Sloan is a, I don't know, like I. But at the end, I'm just like, okay. We know that one of these couple, we know both of these couples may not happen, right? We know we we kind of put two and two together on this. And if it does, it's going to be Eric and Salone because, Nicole, you're going to have that moment where you realize, oh, shoot, I can't go through with this. And this is where, days we need to start going for Dark Phoenix EJ. Okay? I don't know if I have to say this, but we, are, we need to have that. Um, Xander and Chloe, what the hell? What the hell is this? 
They had potential, and the writers just rushed this whole relationship. I mean, did they have potential, or was we well, yeah, thinking they had I mean, I was like one it. of them who said the friendship. See, here's the difference. Yeah, I yeah. said friendship, but I said knowing them, they're going yeah, to they put them yeah. together. And that was my problem, is that, okay, what happened to the days when a man and a female were just friends? Well, Jason and Chloe, without the friends with Benson, they got married to. Sorry, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, what whatever happened to those days? You know, what whatever happened to me? This is one of those things, and I'm tying it into Sarah Rex, where we lost the the story for this. And again, God damn it, Dave. If I didn't know what was going on behind closed doors, I would have been. I slammed the story even more, but because we, oh, Jesus, we know certain things, this plays a part in, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is one of those times mm-hmm. where you know, you know how the outside stuff affected certain storylines and characters and the directions. Because my whole thing is, first and foremost, let's go back to Brady here. Chloe and Brady broke up because Brady didn't tell Chloe the truth about what he was doing for Kristen and the baby, right? Am I, am I remembering this correctly, right. okay? So we had Chloe go with uh, Jake Stefan, so whatever, you know. And then Chloe mm-hmm. and Xander became friends because Xander and Sarah mm-hmm. and that whole shabacle, right? Okay. So, so you mean to tell me now that... Brady, who just lost custody of his daughter, has had a moment of clarity or something and comes over and kisses Chloe, who gets a proposal from Xander, who, yeah, I'm confused. (laughs) I'm just like, did I miss something in between all of this? Because I feel as though I missed a step. Want to help you out, Brady is not out of love with Chloe. That, well, that, there's no moment of clarity but, with him. He's not out of love with her. But my question is, when, okay, help me out. When's the last time Chloe and Brady, like, unless I really uh, did miss something. But me, you didn't. He, did not, he, hasn't fallen, he, hasn't fallen, he hasn't fell out of love with her. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's not that. It's just I'm trying. See, this is where I need dialogue to help me sometimes because I feel as though, okay, I know Chloe and Brady had a scene a couple of weeks ago, right? Like maybe months ago. Maybe maybe months ago. And, no, I, mean, and I, I know one thing I've agreed. The writers are doing a bad job, but Brady hasn't fallen out of Right, but that's what I mean. It's like to me, yeah. it's like to me. I forget. Like I'm like, well, did Brady and, and Nicole? I mean, Brady, Brady and Chloe have a moment to talk, get everything out, you know, stuff like that before, like. I feel as though, like, of course Brady hasn't fallen out of love. But, again, the dialogue, I, I sometimes forget, like, okay, wait, when's the last time they had a conversation? Did he say anything? Like, I will always love you. Um, you know, never let me go. And then we got Chloe and Xander who, blink one minute, they're moving in together. Blink one minute, they're having sex. Blink one minute, will you marry me? I'm like, I missed something here. I feel as though this is all jumbled up, and I think, again, because we know certain things, that's, they're putting a rush on this storyline. And I'm not, I'm going to be honest, Days, this may be your weakest, I mean, you have a lot of weak links right now, but 
this is probably one of those storylines where I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't understand. With Eric Nicole, with Eric EJ Nicole and everything, the quad, I get what you're trying to do. Like I said, there's going to be some losers. There's going to be some feelings hurt, especially when the truth of the baby come out. But Nicole, you should have, you should really say no. Should have said no because at the end of the day, you're going to get the bond of this. I mean, Sloane is going to get some, but Nicole, you know, you know where you stand at with us. So, um, what's the other part? You got it. Those are all Maggie. Maggie, Maggie, Maggie is that character who's like, you know what? You think you can get past me with something? No, 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 no. Can I talk real quick? Can I talk about that baby bump that Sarah had? Um, I don't know who needs to hear this. Um, wardrobe or whoever. That was too too low. And I know Lindsay is like five something, but that baby bump. And I, I haven't been. I've never been pregnant, so I'm gonna need y'all help. Shouldn't it have been higher up or lower like that? Because I felt as though that was like I, I felt like we was gonna see padding, like the pad was gonna peek out. Like, hi. Huh? I'm asking. I'm just asking. I don't know. I wasn't even paying attention to be honest. But I'm sure see, I pay attention to every little damn detail on these shows. Mm-hmm. You have to, because sometimes it may come back to haunt you. Like the fact that Tanner said that little puke was ad lib, like that was ad lib. Oh, it wasn't wow. supposed to come out like that. That the Chancellor Mansion, and now this. So I'm just, I'm just curious. Bobby That's all. Next up, Kim. Both here, so I don't care about the baby bump. Uh, go ahead, Kim. All these marriage um, proposals. Yep. Yeah, you know, I honestly didn't care about any of them except for EJ and Nicole. Like, I'm not, I'm an Eric Cole fan, but I, I just feel really bad for EJ. I really do. I, uh, I just think, I just know, I just have a feeling it's not going to end well. This really isn't. So, that just, I just feel bad for EJ. I really do. Um, but that was the sweetest proposal out of the four to me. Xander and Chloe, I'm like, ooh, they were cute and all, but. No one, you know, that Sarah's coming back into town or whatever, too, that's going to throw a heat drink in that anyway. So, although she was right to confront Belle the way she did, um, it's like, oof, just, you definitely want to just pump the brakes and not even think about me again at this time. It's going to continue to have fun because it's starting to hit the fan, literally. So, just like you said, it's too soon. So, just take a step back with that. With Rex and Sarah, oh my gosh, I was like, what? Ever, but then I was like, I'm just so I'm so furious with Sarah anyway for doing what she did to Xander and just oh yeah, I didn't want Cindy had anything to do with my baby blah 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 blah. I'm like, you know what? Fine, whatever. Then you know what? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and marry Rex. I don't care. You know, I just, I just, oh, I just cannot. Say. And, and I didn't know it's baby bump either. I was just so mad at Sarah. I was like, oh, like <laughs> I'm just mad at her. So what she did to Xander, so I don't even care. And Rex, uh, no, just a little sit down, whatever. I just don't, I just can't take this seriously with them at this point for what she did. I just don't even care what she does. So, and then with Sloan and Eric, uh, I definitely don't take that seriously. I appreciate it. I like the new EJ, I mean, uh, the new 
Eric, the new feeling, you know, he was cool too. So, but as far as the proposal, what's there? I'm like, no, I just, I just don't care about that either because, of course, like I said with EJ and Nicole, I just fuck as a fan. So, once they find out everything, it's just going to be crazy. So, I'm looking forward to those things. But, yeah, I just feel bad. I'm just going to feel bad for only one person that's EJ out of this whole debacle. And that's my thoughts. And then Maggie, um, going to confront Sarah, I like those things. So she was like, you know, I know what's going on. You know, you can't, I know it's Anders. Come on now. So she definitely put that time in it, two and two together, too. So, you know, Sarah couldn't hide it. But I just, oh, I just, I don't know. I just, these are maybe made Sarah so unlikable now. So I was just like, oh, whatever. I just, I hate, I feel like this about her, but I like, I don't care. So we shall see what happens. Concur. Daphne, I'm not sure if you watched any of these proposals these past weeks. Actually, I caught most of days this week. Well, excuse me, I caught most of days today. So first of all, I'm just going to say, Chloe and Xander's next. Eric and Sloan's next. EJ and Nicole next. The only thing I'm going to say about EJ Uh is I'm going to feel sorry for EJ, and I need EJ to go dog. And I need EJ to do Scorch the Earth because I need, I'm sorry, I know people like Nicole, but I need, here I go again, the first time tonight I'm using the word, I need Nicole to have a consequence. I'm sorry at this point. You know you don't love that man. You um, you don't love that man like that. You know, and you got that man, oh, you know, doing all of this. You know, and everything. So I want EJ to go scorch the earth with this. Xander, I mean, um, Sarah and Rex and Maggie. Okay. So first of all, I'm going to say this. I've heard some people say that I've never been pregnant either, but I've seen some people, because I asked, was asking somebody about that too, and of course they were saying, as you get closer to birth, that baby tends to drop you know, getting ready to slide out. So I don't know if the, if how that was supposed to be, if she's supposed to be ready to give birth any moment. But I'm going to sit here and say, Sarah, you big dummy. You just big old dummy. All you had to do was to sit there and t- t- tell another lie to your mother and say, Mother, we've already done the DNA test and it's Rex. And the reason that I hadn't told you was because I didn't know if it was Xander's or not. And once we got the DNA test, it was harder and harder and harder to tell you. And you could have gotten, kept floating that storyline alone. Maggie just came in and Sarah just crumbled like a $2 bill. Rex, I'm just going to say, Rex, I'm sorry, baby. Love, you You would be a good screw, but I'm sorry. Could never trust you <laughs> enough to want to be into a relationship with you. So that's all. That's about it. Oh, I would say to Slim Sarah real quick is that she's showing as a character who's learned absolutely nothing because she's literally did the same thing with Eric. She kept Eric's baby away from him, pretended that Xander was the father, the baby died, and mm-hmm. then Eric, wait a minute, my child didn't pass away? So uh, I don't quite understand mm-hmm. how you have no type of growth as to learning. So this is the second time keeping the father from their child. Nice. This is a real beautiful character to vote for, Dave. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's the character to vote for. That, that's what I'm going to say with her. Um, last topic, uh, I think I went through all of them. Uh, Justin has gotten a phone call, and it seemed like Victor Plain has gone missing. By looking at the preview for next week, we all know what is coming. Um, 
So I'm not sure. I'll be quite honest. I don't really think there's much to talk about with this. I feel like we're going to talk about it more next week. But I will just discuss that the preview looks really good. I am pissed off we are going about it this way. If it's going to be the plane crash, which it seems like it's going to happen, I just wish that we had a different route. But it seemed like we could talk about it more next week. But that literally was the cliffhanger. You could tell in Justin's face that this was not good. And you've seen all the karaoke's at the home and stuff. So does anyone want to make a quick comment? Not a huge one, since we are going to get more into that, I think, in next week's recap about it before we switch over to why not. I- I have a, I will have a huge if issue. I'll just say this. I'm putting it on record now. If I don't see a, a certain individual come walking through that effing door when they deal with Victor's funeral, I'm going to have a fit. I have a lot of people on this list. Yeah, a lot of right. people. I mean, but, yeah, they're, they're, they're holding a certain yeah. role hostage for a certain person, so I hope I see that person walk her ass back into the building, but I'll wait. Well, my issue was more about it. I mean, more about I, he, but we heard the casting news on oh, that oh, person that broke down. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean, there's not, some there's some casting news that we did hear, but see, this is where I'm gonna. I, th- damn you, days, because I mean, I, I said this when John Anderson pe- passed away. Is to call everybody you can, but mm-hmm. see, this is the thing when you have somebody who made comments about cast members and made it unsafe for them to come back to work, it kind of does make the question of if <clears throat> certain people were asked to come back and because of the environment, you know, they declined. Not out well, of well, – well, and I want to be – and I want to be – right, I want to be really clear on that because I know everybody saw a State of Mind interview last week with Peter Rocco. I know that some people, you know, saw – you know, heard some things. And that's why I'm I'm saying what I'm saying is that I I do think that certain people wanted to come back, but because the environment of days at you know, you know, you know. I'll say um, one thing. So, I think I, I yeah. will say this in regards to the storyline. They killed Sean Brady um, just for storyline purposes. They killed Sean Brady in a plane crash. Why are we doing this with Victor? Yeah. I mean, guess what? Guess, I mean, that's the thing is that if I if, and I go back on track, it's like, you know, unless there's something else, because I'm one of those people that I'm just like, okay, you know, it was leaked out first and foremost, it was leaked out, but is there something else to go along with it? Because I also saw, um, I think, uh, a magazine called So Papa Digest. I, I don't really know too much about that magazine. Um, except for they don't cover real stories. Um, that what the uh, they said that that we we, we what? Speak for some party. <laughs> no, but see, here's the thing, though. I understand there's a murky situation with Alar, but at the end of the day, Ken. Co- I'm well, no, what I'm, say no yes. what I'm saying is because because of what I saw on there, it said you know that Victor does go missing. So I'm wondering if the plane crash. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this a diversion that somebody did kidnap Victor? You know what I'm saying? Instead of them following certain yeah. storylines that they've done in the past, like, is this one of those things where, oh, my God, everybody thinks his plane went down, but we didn't see nobody, but he's being held somewhere. Like, will they pull? Because here's the thing. They really didn't kill Stefano. Even though Joseph Muscola has been gone now for a couple of years now, Stefano's still out there. So are they going to do the same for Victor Kiriakis, like hold him 
hostage somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Like, and I think for me, I want to stay tuned. Well, Stefano actually is dead now. I think they've allegedly. allegedly. According to the thing, he's yeah. he's he's the dude the phone. I'm sorry, Stefano. Um, yeah, so I, I well, yeah. we'll see, but I have many questions. And unfortunately, yeah, I understand with the LR situation, it casts a lot of suspicion on a lot of things. But the man at uh-huh. the top is still there, so it, it does fall on him. So that's that. That's my, you know, POV. We'll see. And by the way, Martha Madison, Martha Madison, we'll miss you, girl. We'll miss you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully you can She made an announcement this week on her anniversary of all the, um, And in case y'all don't know what we're saying, is she is leaving Days of Our Lives. So. Over on over in Genoa City, Adam... Wait, is, before we go to Genoa City, there's two things I wanted to say. I love yep. Kristen this week when she was telling Dumb and Dumber that their plan to get rid of Alex was going was going to fall was going to fail, and she was saying, EJ, you should know better. But but um, what's his name? Um, the other one. She didn't understand why he didn't know better. So I thought that was hilarious. And, of course, the plan does fail. And I wanted to mention the conversation that Jada had about being not being chosen oh! as the police commissioner. Yeah, we forgot about that. And I wanted to say, and I wanted to say it, it was a good conversation. And, first of all, I'm not trying to put it out there. But in what realm do you think that you would get to be commissioner when you part of race and that breaking the rules, you know, because it would look, it really would look like you slept with your supervisor and you got a promotion out of this, you know. So mm-hmm. I do love that. And I also wanted to say I am loving the mayor. The mayor is a straight-out villain. I am loving him. I need to see more. He's the devil. He's the devil in disguise. You know that. You know he is. I, I, I did forget about that because I was, okay. For Sean to get this, again, this is one of those, what do you call when the kids are, like, the parents are famous or or something and the children, I forgot, what do they call it? Nepotism? Is that is that what it Nepotism. is? Nepotism. Nepotism, okay. So the fact that Sean's parents, right, Bo and Hope, they both were commissioners and stuff like that. So out of guilt, in a sense, they're trying to give Sean that position. And I'm like, you know what? This and is where I was with Jada. They also referenced the woman. It wasn't just the But it's like a family. It's like a whole family. Right. And see, this is where I would have said, like, when, when Jada said, well, what about those who work, you know, hard and stuff like that? I get what she's saying. I did because I do feel as though there is some favoritism, like, especially if it's your family. It's like, okay, if we don't have them in the same spot, then, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I get that. But then, like Daphne said, I was like, well, Jada, homegirl, um, if you didn't check up with race, you might have been maybe in the running for it. But it was it was a real good for me. That was a good good scene this week too, because I was like, oh, like okay. But again, days it's like, oh, never mind. Damn show. <laughs> okay, let, let's run over to Wynar. Oh, and Wynar this week. Let's see what happened. Where did my thing go? 
So, Adam, for some reason, can't mind his P's and Q's, and Sharon has to keep him on track. Poor Sharon. Meanwhile, Nikki is suspicious of Nate and Audra when they start sounding the same when things come out their mouth. And for anyone who was concerned, rest assured, Phyllis is not going to jail, although her kids are like, what the hell? And she thinks that they should be happy and have ice cream and champagne, and they look into her like she nuts. Um... I think Ashley and Jack did call a truce, right? Too, they're going to attend each other's weddings with their significant big, others, too, big, right? Yeah, big truce. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, I was asking. I, it's what, I want to start there because do you? Because I, I don't believe in it. Is it? Is it? Is it genuine? Well, clearly, what we, what we know is not true with the, the offer that Ashley gave to Billy. Can I bring that up? That little offer that she gave to Billy. Yeah, that, please oh, go ahead. ahead. Okay, no, 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 let's start with that. Okay, all right, Miss Ashley Abbott, y'all got a lot to say. I would say this is where I think a lot of people said, oh, my goodness, Billy is about to switch up and trade teams when Ashley said, you know what could happen, Billy? You could be over uh, be in charge of the company. Isn't this something that you would have wanted for daddy's dream? And you know what I was thinking? I'm not sure who, because with me, I got such a great memory, just like I remember Steffi putting that ring on Hope thing on that man didn't really make a decision. I have a real good memory from about a scene that aired about a month or two ago when Ashley was going up against Jack, uh, no, against Billy, to the point that Jack came in that room and said, who the hell do you think you're talking to like that? That's how Jack walked into that room because he said, how the heck can you run a company? You gambled the company. You did all these terrible, bad things. Okay. So two months later, he can be in charge of Jabot. How does that make sense to me? I know what we said, like, one plus one is two, but one plus one ain't 58. I'm a little confused as to how we get. How, like, how does that make sense to me? He could, You called him out. You called Jack out to saying, how do you have a COO as Billy, but you're saying we should out Jack from the top so Billy could be in charge with you? I, 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 that, that that makes literally no logical sense to me. Maybe I need to go rewatch the scene. Was Probably Billy I, suspicious? Let me. Can I ask you a question to you? Did it raise any red flags with Billy? Given what you just said two months ago, did, did is, Billy can't no, possibly fall for it? No, I hope he don't fall for it. I hope that this is a diversion to make us believe he's falling for it. But I could see why the audience would be like, "Oh snap, this dude is going to fall for it." Because I would give Ashley credit. That is the most tempting offer you could do because she even said you won't even be under Jack's shadow anymore. She kind of, she's like, she was like the devil on the, the show. Do you know who's telling you these stuff that you kind of <laughs> want to hear? You don't need to be under his shoulder. You could be in charge of the dad's company again. And I really wish that Billy said, oh, you sure I could be in charge of the company? Because you didn't feel that way two months ago when you were slamming me uh, out the room saying I would have bad to you. Oh, can I know, did my work ethic change from about two months ago? Like, what exactly happened? So I would say she's just a piece of trash. Her truth is a piece of trash. They doing this for this wedding, but both of them. I actually believe more sincerity from Jack, but we know Ashley has a plan under her sleeve because of her hatred for Diane. And I got to be honest, of the three parties wounded, Phyllis, uh, Nikki, and Ashley, she was wounded the less, but she's with the person who cheated on her. Yeah, yeah, Ashley, you just, just help me with this here. At least with Phyllis, I could say her and Diane had decades of history of fighting. With Nikki, uh, I got blamed for your murder. You could go ahead and rot in hell. I won't ever care about you. Ashley, um, he cheated on you uh, with Diane, but you with the person who che- Okay, yeah, my, my mind is confused. That's all I would say about you. Yeah. 
Um, Kim, Jack, Ashley, and the Truth, are you buying it? Not, you know, I'm just, I'm not. I'm really not buying it. I think something's going to happen at this wedding. I really do. It just, because especially with Ashley, I really think that she's just doing that just to appease her daughter, just just for Abby's sake, just okay, fine, whatever, because I think she's going to go about it like another underhanded way anyway. So I just think she's just doing this because she knows what she has planned with Billy. So, of course, this is no truth at all. She doesn't really mean that, and she doesn't. So that's just a bunch of crap. So, no, Ashley, sit down, have several seats. I just, I just, she's so unlikable to me as well. And also, of course, um, we just come off them only, just the truth, or come off those as well. Uh, we'll we'll get to Phyllis later because she needs a whole okay. fucking conversation yeah, unto herself that okay. night. Okay, yeah, yeah, the truth, yeah, I don't buy it at all. Nope, and Jack still, you got to leave your guard up because, yeah, no, I would not trust Ashley at all. Candace, you trusting, you're trusting Ashley Abbott, soon to be uh, McCall? I'm not trusting Ashley. I ain't trusting nobody. Y'all know that, but no, I, don't I don't trust him. Do you think Billy's going to betray? That's a good question. Do you think he's really going to stay on Jack and Diane's side because they were worried about that, or is he going to shockingly team up with you? I can't trust Billy on either side. If I was Ashley and I was Jack, I wouldn't trust Billy because Billy has his own agenda. That's what I said, and that's what I I think that that's, that's just me, because the fact that I think was the Diane, did Diane say it? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, my much, goodness. But, yeah, yeah, Diane yeah. was questioning yeah. Billy, and at the same time, I'm like, mm-hmm, Billy, because you've been very quiet, you've been very hush hush. Like for you to come over and say, look, Ashley, a talker. Like to me, I'm like, can I trust you, Billy? Like, is that? Are you on the outside getting ready to sneak attack? And, yeah, yeah, we know you did wrong in the before. But I don't, yeah, I don't trust nobody. And this is what I love about the storyline. <laughs> I'm like, oh, y'all messy. I'm like, but I don't trust none of y'all little heifers. Like, ugh. I like a juicy story. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't trust. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can't trust. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, with Billy, because that's, I, for Diane to say that, I'm like, Hmm. And then you start to, because here's the thing, we're worried about Ashley Tucker, Jack Diane. What has Billy been doing? What has Billy been doing so well that it's kind of scaring us a little bit? He's been the calm one. He's been the one that has been kind of making sense. Is this because he's a mature version of himself? Or does he see something that nobody else is seeing and he's seeing the opportunity? Let's think about that. So, yeah. I ain't trusting nobody. What is that? What Daphne, is that? Trust no one but yourself. And even, and even then, Daphne, you be, you believing in the truth? And, you, and can Billy be trusted to stay on team? Uh, what the hell is Dak? I don't trust nobody in this. I need for I need for Ashley to face a huge consequence. That's the second time I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it a couple more times tonight. I definitely don't trust Billy because I can see Billy scamming. I'm trying to scam them all and, and being last one thing, playing, playing, you know, I'm going to let them two knock themselves out and then I'm going to be the last one standing. 
So mm-hmm. um, I don't trust mm-hmm. them all. I don't trust none of them. Oh, nice. Get through that. So, um, speaking of, well, well, this ties into trust. Nikki doesn't seem to trust Nate and Order. She thinks they're up to something because apparently they're singing from the same hymn book and her antennas are up. And I don't quite understand. She tells Victoria, and Victoria's like, yeah, I know, but it's still a good idea. I'm like, as much as I want Victoria to fall, if you don't have in the end that Victoria is playing him, she's going to look real stupid. Take it away, Tia. I concur. But I actually love the scene. I'm not sure what episode it is. It was that Monday or Tuesday episode um, where she actually talked to Nikki about her love life and about the love she had and about how she sort of don't don't have it no more. Nikki, like, well, you know, I want you to find that love again. If it's not Nate, can you please, like, leave your heart open? I just actually enjoyed that scene because you really get a human Victoria. So I feel those were mm-hmm. one of the moments where you've seen that she's actually beaten down from love and she's like, I don't even care. I'm just going to have fun. I know I'm going to get done wrong. So what's the point of putting my heart mm-hmm. out there? And I think that's realistic. When you keep dealing with heartbreaks at this point, you're like, well, let me just have fun with life and that's it. But I love Nikki saying, hey, you know, keep your heart open and don't let this destroy you. So I actually like those things. Um, I like how Nikki is smart, but uh, I got to disagree with you, Carrie. I don't care if if Victoria's an idiot. She does need to face a favorite word of death. It's a consequence for putting me in years of her torture himself. I've dealt with too long of Victoria not facing any consequence. So it's long overdue. Please let her be a dumb idiot again, and then this time actually give her a consequence. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. If only Grandpa, if only Daddy Victor would actually take her out the company. Because if it was if it was one of the boys, they'd be ousted. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. mm. Kim, which um, which I'm sorry, it's wait, which story? Oh, uh, with um, Nikki being suspicious of Nate and Audra and and Victoria's mm-hmm. reaction to her telling Victoria. Oh, you know what? I'm. Uh, this is actually interesting. This is good, and as she should, Nikki definitely should be suspicious because. We all know that Nate, they have that agenda. Yeah, he's being honest about his intentions. He even told her basically verbatim and directly that he wanted her job, wanted to be working alongside Victoria. So he's definitely being truthful there. But the fact that he's keeping it a secret about Audra, you know, and trying to push the, you know, the merger or whatever on them, yeah, of course she has, she had definitely has the relationship to be suspicious. So. I think that's good on her part. I would. That's one thing I agree with Nikki on doing right for that. Um, and I think it was hilarious what um, Elena confronted him about too when when they, when her and Nikki or Nikki and him had that conversation. Whatever after that, I really appreciate she was like stay away from me. So I like that. Um, and of course, Victoria's reaction. Oh, I, I kind of feel like she's starting to question it too of course i thought she had when she was like i agree with you when she was talking to nikki but then she's like well no he just did it he just went i was like oh no 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 you have to put your guard you have to put your guard up victoria come on now so you know i definitely want her to go down for sure uh, she's an unlike all characters me too victoria is but she's got to she's got did to I just see victoria and kim kids in the same sentence i think i misheard that <laughs> You know, that, but she definitely didn't get any kind of gift to at all, but she definitely, I felt at least 5% sympathy for her um, because she's just, I don't know, she, she's totally getting played. She really is. She's not seeing it. 
but just only 5% um, sympathy, but definitely not a Kim okay. care. Victoria, she, she needs to really listen to her, her mom and dad on the, in the Kendrick comments because, yeah, Nate is definitely no good at all. So we'll see. Daphne, um, Nikki catching a clue with Nate and Audra. All I'm going to say is this. Never underestimate a poll worker because many <laughs> have a sick sense when it comes to that business. You would think that at this point she would want to be, I'm retired with Victor. We're going to sit around the ranch. We're going to do this. We're going to meddle. We're going to blah, blah, blah. But Nikki has her finger in everybody's business. Did you see kind of Victoria kind of trying to throw some shade at Nikki about Nikki, Vic, Nikki working in her office? And I was like, okay, you trying to be shady? Um, and when Nikki said, when Nikki said, I need to be able to keep my eye on everything, I was like, oh, girl, you go. Nikki has put her finger, and I think it's next week, was it this week, that she told Victor some ain't white and some ain't stirring the Kool-Aid, some ain't white, they drinking out the same glass um, and everything. And I don't care what nobody says, I need Victoria, the quote-unquote ice queen. She needs a consequence. And the consequence is she screw up Newman, and they got to – and Daddy has no other choice but say you're fired, and all, I got to remove you from this. So, nope, um, Ice Princess needs a, needs a consequence. <laughs> Candace? What about your uh, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Nikki. My Nicole Reed Newman. I'm glad to see – right through Nate and Audra because again, Victoria you need to be on your P's and Q's look, I know everybody wants Victoria to fall flat on her face I get it, I understand but at this point I need for her just, I need for her to be a little I I don't know what the word I'm looking for but I'm just like okay, Victoria you, you can't I guess it is true. Love is blind. I get it. I, I guess that's what it is. But your stupidity level has to be. So, yeah. Back, but with Nicole, I, I, with, with Nikki, like Daphne says, shout out to the poll workers because the poll workers understand certain things that business, that street smart and business people don't. So, yeah, Nate Audrey, you true. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Poll, I agree with you guys. poll workers understand the value of a dollar. I know that much. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> speaking of being stupid, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this right to Tia so she can tell you about Adam. I mean, uh, poor Sharon. I'm gonna babysit yeah. this fool. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Adam Newman fatigue. I need I need Sharon to just kick him <laughs> out the company and say, hey, you know, I thought that we'd be a good trio, but I don't seem to want to work with you. So you have a blessed day and have a good time with your life. That's what I am. Because first of all. You hired Phyllis without any of them knowing y'all are supposed to be a trio. Now, again, you are going behind their back with this Audra thing, trying to merge this. Victor gave us the three months. You can't even live with that. He said, hey, for three, six months, y'all can have control over that. You got your wish. And it's always something else. So if I'm sharing, I'm like, you know what? I try to be a friend and try to help you, but you want to self-sabotage. So just have a good one. I hope you have a good life. And please don't come crying to us again 
when things don't turn your way. So I'm team Shamra letting that fool loose. I am so happy she called him on a Friday and said, you are not going to mess up what I worked so hard for. And then he's over there like, I got nothing on my plan. She's like, what the heck? Are you an idiot? I know you more than everybody in town. She's like, he said, I do know you have something going on. Like, Adam, you can't lie to Sharon. That's one of the few people you cannot lie to. She sees through all your foolery. So this is just, this is just stupid. I, I just can't let us keep repeating the same storylines for Adam. I mean, my God, it's just tiring. I'm just so tired. So I'm as tired as Sharon was in that Friday's episode. So uh, I can't. <laughs> Poor Sharon's going to deal with that. She, she already raised up her kids. Uh, yeah. Kim? Yeah, with the Sharon <laughs> <laughs> so with the Sharon Adam, I was uh I was disappointed in those scenes too. I was like, No, Adam, just stop it. Stop it already. And I think this is probably more so because I'm a Sharon Adam fan. So and I have to stop that. I really have to stop myself from wanting something to happen and mm-hmm. that's my issue. So okay. I really have to just stop it, you know. I have to back my eyes and say, Okay, Jim, stop, you know, just I'm having a moment just of clarity. Chill. I'm telling you, I and I had so much clarity because I, I had to stop wanting them to look at each other crazier or hug. I was like, just stop it. What is wrong with you, Kim? So with that being said, having to finally remove that out of the equation, I was just like, oh, I just wanted to smack Adam. Like, Adam, come on, just snap out of it. What are you doing? Just, uh, just be honest with Sharon. Just, uh, he keeps saying he says nothing to worry about, but you know, she is, she, she, Sharon knows better. She knows him so well, and she knows something's going on, especially when she saw Audra walk in the coffee shop, and they would say each other, so she knows something going on, so I just don't want Adam to mess it up. Love Adam, but come on, and then I just want him to get over his whole Sally debacle, too, and I'm not calling her a debacle, but it's just, mm-hmm. oh, she's a debacle. <laughs> right? And again, maybe that's because of my, my shadow love, you know, with Adam. But I just, uh, I just need to get over her already completely. And with this whole Audra thing and stuff with Adam, uh, I just I just don't want him to mess up. I don't want him to mess it up or want him to regret it because I don't want them to turn the tables on Adam at all. So I want Adam to be able to use it to the advantage of the company's merger and it, it be successful. But I just don't want him to want Newman Media all the time. Like, forget Newman Enterprises. Forget the last day Newman for crying out loud, loud, Adam. You got this opportunity with Sharon and Nick with these two companies merging. Just leave it at that. I just, uh, it's kind of like, what's the big deal with getting Newman? Why does he want Newman so bad? Just forget it. Do your own thing with Sharon and Nick and just go from there. But then, of course, Victor is wanting to have them under his umbrella, so that's going to be even I'm just like, this is just a disaster, so I don't want Victor to be having, having anything to do with it at all anyway, because I just want Adam to cut ties with the whole Newman Enterprise company all together, because it's just, I just don't want him to be a part of it. So they don't deserve Adam. Yeah, there I said They don't. They don't deserve Adam. <laughs> he needs to be over there with Sharon and running the company together, so, and Nick and everything, so. Uh, we'll see what happens, but this whole Audra thing, I just don't like her. She's unlikable, too. <laughs> I mean, so I just feel like everything she touches or mm-hmm. is involved with is just blows up all the time, you know? So I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, I wish she would just go somewhere. So it was fine, mm-hmm. you know, with her and the Kyle and the love scenes. Those were cool for that moment, but 
at this point, okay, now I think I'm ready for her to go and just go do something yeah. else in, in another city or something. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. <laughs> Candace, are you on uh, Adam's side or Sharon's side in this little squabble? Come on, Sharon's side. Come on now. Like, for real? Like, come on now. Like, what, what kind of question was that? Like, sorry, Adam. <laughs> I can't feel sorry for you. Sorry. I guess. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, Team Sharon. Yeah, you know how I roll. Mm-hmm. Sharon all day, every day. That should be a T-shirt that says that. But like you said, too, you got a, you had a good point. I'm going to Daphne. You had a good point, though. He can't even stay on his mind, mind his P's and Q's for five minutes. He, mm-hmm. he cries and he doesn't. He, look, I and look, I'm all usually Team Newman. You know, Newman's a a hole stand, but it's like you got your inch and you want to take a mile. Yeah. Mhm. Let's see, Great. Daphne, are you on? Where are you with Adam and Sharon? I'm sorry, Adam. You know I love you. You know I'm always usually 95% team Adam. But this week, I got to go with team Sharon. Adam, you just doing too much. Because the moment that you hired Phyllis and you didn't tell me, you'd have been out right there. You wouldn't have got a chance to do nothing mm-hmm. else. Because I'm kind of mm-hmm. like Sharon. I don't want Phyllis over here messing up my company, yep. um, getting doing all of her stuff. Because I, I wouldn't trust Phyllis in a heartbeat working with my company. I'm sorry. I don't care if it's family-owned or what. Mm-mm. You couldn't be over here. You start your own company. Blackmail somebody get you some money. Somebody someplace else, but nope. No, uh-uh. Well, that, that's a good segue of speaking of trusting Phyllis. Well, I uh, I guess there's one sap judge because that judge bought the crocodile tears and poor me and, and Ashlyn made me uh, do it. So um, she's got, I think, what did she get, six months of probation? Or so? I, I don't even, she ain't going to jail. She doesn't even have an ankle monitor. I think she has probation. She's got to watch the table or some shit. I don't know. So then she's over there celebrating with Lauren. She calls her kids over. They think she, they're going over there to fight me, get in contact with her to see how many months or years she's getting in jail. She goes, they, they meet her and some, well, not somehow, no, 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 let me correct that. As usual, it's all about Phyllis and poor me, poor me, but what about me? And her kids are looking at her like she's nuts. And at the end of the day, some is looking like, yeah, I lost all my marriage. And I think, Tia, if you want to touch on, too, the scenes, because I think it was this week. Or, no, was that last week? No, that was last week, right? The summer and Phyllis. So, no, no, that was Tuesday. That was, that was this week. Monday, the the, the thing is, we... we I mean, we all knew she wasn't going to pay a consequence, but my God, she has no self-awareness. Poor someone, someone lost everyone, and this this nutcase is holding a bottle of champagne and fucking streamers, and we're supposed to throw out the red carpet. Uh, Candace, I'll start with you on this time. I'm going to switch it up. Go ahead, Candace. Okay, so here's the deal. I know everybody wanted jail time consequences for Phyllis, but I've said from jump. The consequence that Phyllis is going to pay for is her children. That is harder than anything, is that they have now officially disowned her. They're like, you know what, because of your shenanigans, our lives was in ruins. And Summer is the one who's paid the most consequences, her merch. Mm-hmm. Even though Kyle, you're still, you're still a pile of crap, because I wouldn't be coming over to all this place every single night getting it on. But see, that's another story for another day. But Summer had to learn the hard way. Of all of this, all of this stuff. Unlike, see, this is where Phyllis, your obsession with Diane, kind of went overboard. Because here's the thing: I will say this: Diane still never really paid that that far. You see what I'm saying? 
But, Phyllis, you really did put yourself in a spot where you really thought that not, like nothing was going to come back to you. So, yeah, you got a year probation, community service, and all that stuff. Okay. But now your children has, they don't want to do, they don't want to even deal with you. And you're going to have to live with that. I was fine with everything because, technically speaking, Jeremy Dick, you know, yeah, all that stuff. So I understand what she was doing. I understand what she was saying. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to say. I just, I was like, team kids because, Phyllis, you really did put your children in a really bad position to where their lives, not so much Daniel because, <laughs> look, Daniel Daniel has gone through this so many times, but this was Summer's first time dealing with all of this, and she lost out. She lost her husband. She lost her husband. She lost her marriage. But at the same time, Summer broke free. She went to the amusement park. She's free of that emotional rollercoaster that, she, that you put her on. She is done. So that's all I got. Kim. Phyllis getting Kim kids oh, this week. You know, not, no. not even for the slightest. <laughs> Happy. Phyllis gets no kind of, <laughs> no kind of kids at all. I was so livid. I was so upset with that judge. Now, Michelle, she did a phenomenal job acting, playing this part out and everything. However, with the character of Phyllis, I just said, this is just ridiculous. I, I went through so many emotions with this because I was upset first. I was confused, frustrated, annoyed. And then when she celebrated, when she went to, she called her kids over, whatever, to the park and everything, and said everything, had the little table there and everything, I'm like, okay. Oh, more scenes. I gotta suffer through and watch. Like I said, I, I watch everything. I don't fast forward anything at all. Never have, never will. I, I muster through even the worst things. I don't want to see. I still muster through it. So with this, I was like, oh, oh boy, here we go. We're gonna have a little happy little celebration, little tea party with everything. And so when with Summer and Daniel showed up, and they had, of course, they had a conversation, whatever. Before they went over, there, I was like, oh, are they really gonna stick to that? Are they gonna stick to their guns and, and do that? Are they gonna just see that she's free and they're gonna just let the guards down? But nope, not at all. When that didn't happen and they stood the ground, they're like, you know what? We're just we're done. I was like, yes. And that honestly was the best. That was the best best punishment to me. And therefore, her not going to jail was enough because I, her kids are just, you know, she keeps saying her kids everything she want to make up for it, but her kids don't even want to give her a time of day. So I was like, yes, I'm glad. I am so happy for this. This is way better than any jail time. So for that being said, I'm happy and I want this to continue and stay that way with her kids not speaking to her. That's what I'm hoping for a very, very, very long time because it, it's, it's horrible, you know, what they had to go through and what they lost because of it. And, uh, Daph? Okay. So, first of all, let me just say, I love the conversation that Summer had with Phyllis earlier in the Phyllis was, Summer, when she saw Tucker there, and she was like, what the heck have you done? I, you, this was, this was Summer's, and I, I'm sort of tired of using the, the words and terms moment of clarity 
But this was someone's moment of clarity, where for the first time in her life, she actually saw her mother, What you know, saw all about her mother. And I like, so, and then, and what gets me is that Phyllis has this perpetual grin on her face that I know I'm going to get off, this is it, blah, 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 nothing can touch me. And she has that little grin, and I'm like, oh, Lord, this is why Phyllis needs needs major consequences for stuff. And, of course, I did love, and then Phyllis had a nerve to bump Summer and going to say, well, I can't talk to you right now because every time I can't talk yep. to you and I try to say something, you're going mm. you to bump me. you got some comments about this. And I mm-hmm. love what she told Phyllis. She told Phyllis that you thrive on the chaos. You, you're in your element. You can't do, you can't be the calm person who sits down. Now, my whole point is, I'm going to say this. Diane would have never gotten this far if this hadn't been for Phyllis and all of Phyllis's shenanigans. Because I look back and I go back, because I actually went back to some of this, and I was like, Jack was with Phyllis. Jack was not really giving Diane the time of day until Phyllis mm-hmm. and her shenanigans stuff was going on. All Phyllis had to do was sit back, relax, let the let Diane do what Diane does, and you probably wouldn't have had to do this. So yep. then she's gonna go over and she's gonna make a deal with the judge. The conversation between Christine and Phyllis was brilliant. I love that conversation and stuff that you were having. And again, you got Phyllis sitting there with the quasi smirk on her face. Okay, she gets in the judge and she goes boo hoo and blah 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 and that stupid judge. Oh yeah, Jeremy, he was bad. He was doing this. Oh yeah, um, I think she must have been a judge from um from from Salem because she was like, well, you know what? It's, you can follow this stuff and it's not your fault. She must have been one of those um temporary replacement judges because the real judge was out and was out on leave that day. And, um, and everything, and I'm not going to accept your plea bargain and the deal. I'm just going to give you some freaking probation for six months and toodaloo and bye-bye. And, I, and then you got Phyllis out there grinning. Then you got Phyllis out there. Okay, so next the conversation between Phyllis and Lauren. Lauren, I'm sorry. I need for somebody to go up there and take Lauren to the woodshed to give her a couple of smacks. And say, do you remember that this is the same woman who was selling knockoffs and was trying to take your business not too okay. not too long ago, um, and all of this stuff? But now y'all besties, come on there, okay? So and then Phyllis, Phyllis, you got a nerve to sit there and have a party in Chandler Park in full view of everybody. So basically, you're telling everybody. Through you, because I'm gonna sit here with some cake and some champagne, and I'm gonna sit here and celebrate all the great of my shenanigans because I told you guys mm. I can do whatever I want to do and I can get all free. So, so before we come back, 
Before we go back, let me just say before this, I love someone going to Daniel and telling Daniel, you are right. I now see my mother. I understand what you've been saying about our mother. I had to see it firsthand. I had to, you know, to experience it because, you know, and I was loving there how they were doing. So now, I mean, Summer and, and Daniel get to the park, and they looking at her sitting there cheering and toasting like a fool. And I love that conversation. We love you, but uh, we got to cut the strings. We can't do this. You haven't really learned. Phyllis has not learned the lesson yet. Now, how yeah. much you want to bet she's going to still be blaming Diane for the loss of her children? I love Summer saying, you know, you all, you know, all of this stuff. I believe you. We grieve for you. My husband, she said, I've lost my husband. I've lost Harrison. And there's Summer, and there's Phyllis sitting there looking like, huh? She, she is, I will say this, Michelle Stafford, I love you. But Michelle and Scott Clifton can perfect that clueless, <laughs> dumb look. And they got it perfected that she's sitting there. And then you got Lauren sitting there saying, oh, y'all should be happy that your mother is honored. It's not going to have to go to jail. You know, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to say, oh, Lauren, you may not, Lauren, don't comment. You you know, you, you, you know, you won't see an eye yourself over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, but I loved it. And then you're going to say, well, your children got it. It's going to take your children some time. Phyllis, you done screwed up both of your kids' lives. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel at least knows how you screwed up. Yeah, exactly. So I was loving this whole thing. So let me just say this a little bit. When I first learned, see, this is what happens when, see, I'm not really a Twitter person sometimes. I can go days without going on Twitter. So I went on Twitter. And I found out that some of, that Phyllis was not going to um get any jail time. I was mad. I was upset. So I decided I wouldn't go watch Young and Restless. And then I was told you might want to watch it because there's some things on there that's going to happen that you might like. Yeah, Phyllis gets a consequence. She's losing her children, but she still hasn't learned the lesson. I need for Phyllis to face the ultimate consequence. I need for Phyllis to face her to face the thing that says Diane is not the bane. And as, as, as Michael told her, Diane is not the bane of your existence. She's not the cause of all of your problems. You are. You thrive on the chaos. You 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 take. You got in connection with Tucker, and then Tucker, and now you obligated to Adam. Come on there, Phyllis. It's just, it's, you, you, you just, what's the song? You know good? You know good? Right there, mm. Phyllis? Linda Ronstead. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and truthfully, so, she didn't even lose her kids. They just didn't want to stand there and act like she's the fucking victor, and victor victorious, and she's the the conquering hero. Hail to the fucking chief. No. Uh, Tia, your turn. I think you, I saved you for last, right? I don't ever want to hear Phyllis come out of Phyllis's mouth to say mm-hmm. Diane got special treatment when she got when she came back yeah. for mm-hmm. when she all of a sudden returned from the dead. That all of a sudden her son and everybody was all happy and gleeful to see you and you didn't face a consequence. Because right there, everybody in the town of Genoa City is happy to, except for Jack. I love the fact before, because no Jack don't know Jack. what's going on. But Jack who still got an attitude issue with her. So I'm like, everybody in town is all, oh, Phyllis, we welcome you back. Don't you realize half these people hate your guts? 
I'm sorry, Tia. You can go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I, no, I agree. Like, the, to me, the difference is Diane is actually still hated, whereas Phyllis isn't, even though she got, like, I guess her kids left her. They don't hate her. She's not really hated at all. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's nice the kids did it, but I don't even really feel she faced the consequence because i got to say the, your whole speech had me laughing. I mean, that was, I was happy because we woke – see, I didn't ever chat it with Daphne, but I thought the same thing about the judge. I said, wait, is this – am I watching the days of our lives? It looked like she was just a judge. <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't know what – probably because of, I've seen the Brady and Kristen stuff first and then Brady Lord's custody. So probably I was thinking about that. And I said, is this the same judge? Does she come to General City this week? Like, what is going on? And the fact that she felt sad, like, I don't believe maybe the real judge had the day off. Because why is you? It was a line she said, which was the most idiotic line. She said, if I'm, a, if I'm in that jail cell, I'm never going to learn. I said, wait, what? That's not true. You're going to learn more about being in jail than being out because if you are out, it's going to show you that you could get away with this again. So I said, did the judge really buy that foolery that she literally said, I could only learn if I'm outside. I can't. I didn't feel sad for any of the tears. I felt that she knew how to do a good acting to put the waterworks on the second the judge came to write, oh, I got to put my tears together. So I didn't really buy anything. <laughs> I turned the faucet. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she turned it up good. I said, oh, gee. And it's not against Michelle Stafford, but during the whole scene, it got to the point I said, okay, let me just fast forward this. I, I can't listen to these, these tears and fake sadness. I, I just can't. To me, the highlight for me was definitely the summer of Philistines where they went out and she called her, you know, her mother out like, hey, I'm losing this. And then you write pretty much, she said, well, I'm not going to comment because every word that, you know, you, you kind of twisted and probably, she, and she pretty much, she can't call Phyllis out because she's heartbroken. And, you know, and I think of everyone, as we said, the only person who's losing something is Summer. So I don't quite get why you can't be upset that people is calling you out, Phyllis, for the trash that you've been. So, it is what it is at this point. But, and Lauren, just, I have no words for her foolishness. You should be having some pissed off and frustrations as well. But I actually really don't have much to add to this because I think most of the words Daphne said is sort of my line of thinking. I felt it was just pretty much hilarious to me, to be quite honest. So, yeah, I don't have much to add in this one. I really, enjoy, I really enjoyed it. Um, Phyllis is off. I'm happy the kids is free. Dear you to me has always been free. He loved his mother, but he mm-hmm. always seen her for who she was. And I'm sorry, Danny. Yeah, he's, we will come back to town. We're gonna need a lot better. Yeah, oh, please. Yeah, we're gonna need a lot better. That's what I was saying. Heather, I'm sorry for fans who like her, but I don't care if we ever see her in the immediate future. I, I just, I didn't care anything about this Heather run at all. So. Yeah, she can have a blessed day. Yeah, I, I think I think she, she I think somebody should remind her who her father is. Since clearly she forgot during this whole case. But okay, my issue mm-hmm. here is that this fool was over there saying, "Well, Christine should be thrown out the case." I'm like, if we be honest, none of you two should be on the case. Both of you are too close to it. None of you should be in this case. But uh, okay, that's how she talks to her stepmother. That's not very nice. Yeah, it's okay that she this lady, that's the lady you defending, and I feel like we we'll never do this. I said, okay, just all right. What an idiot. Oh, I guess she doesn't remember that she allegedly no. <laughs> ran her down. <laughs> no, her, her dad down. Yeah, she don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she got the nerve to tell Lauren, oh, she said, well, Heather got you on. Well, Heather really didn't do it. It was me pleading to the judge. And I would have said, oh, Heather, smack her again. <laughs> okay. uh, well, I, think that's it. I think we covered everything, right? Yeah. So wait, before we leave, before we leave General City, um, Miss Candace, you oh, were here last week. You were here 
last week on Soap Party. Let me just clarify on Soap Party. Did you meet somebody that you kind of been posting about from Genoa City? Maybe some people from Los Angeles? Oh, she's not here to talk about it. Wow, okay. <laughs> you gave her a great leeway and everything. Oh, my God. I I was, I'm still in shock. I'm still in shock with this. Um, so, yeah, so last week I wasn't here because I did tell everybody this, but I, I was I was going to California, and you're probably saying, wait, Candace, you went on a plane. Yes, I did go on a plane. Um, I went to the Young and the Rustless, Bold and the Beautiful fan event, uh, which happens every two years. This was the first year that they they came back in person um, for the fan event since this thing called COVID, which, by the way, um, it's back. I don't know if anybody told y'all, but it never went away. <laughs> just just want to say that. Uh, so yeah, I I went um, to the Blast for the Past uh, 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 event, which was Bobby Eakes, Ian Buchanan, Jay Eddie Peck. Who I'm sorry, is not that, there's no way that man is 65 years old and looked that good. I'm just saying, um, Sean he's Kerrigan, um, he's 65. Oh gee, he looked good. He does. Um, Scott Reeves was there. Uh, oh God, I'm blanking so many. Um, but James Hyde was there, and I will say I didn't think that James should be there to blast from the past, even though, you know, he, you know, like he's still freshly, like he just was off the show like a couple of weeks ago, right? And Vincent Urizari, and I am going to be posting my videos. Uh, Tia actually saw a video that I posted in our little group chat um, with Sean Kerrigan, who played Stitch, and he was talking about, you know, Victoria and Ashley and all that stuff too. Um, and then the main event was on Saturday and Sunday. And, yes, folks, I finally can cross this off my bucket list. I met Peter Bergman. I I met Peter Bergman. Did I mention I met Peter Bergman? And um, he is such a sweet guy. And I did, we did get some spoilers. Um, I did tell Peter Bergman what I've been saying on this show for a while now about everything. I told him, Sean Dominic. Um, and Peter Bergman said, and I'm going to do his voice justice, I hope I do, he was like, I can't wait for the audience to find out what happens because it's just the acting is so superb and it's juicy with the storyline because it's going to go away that nobody could think of. And I was like, Diane has a plan. Okay. And Sean Dominic also, because I said everybody's going to have to have a downfall. And he said, well, who do you think the two people are going to be that constant jumped on Nate when all of this is going to come out? And I said Elena, one. But the other person, I don't know. Could it be Victoria? Could it be somebody else? And, um, you know, I saw Jason Thompson. Jason Thompson, the kind of says, Keep, stay tuned. Because, I, again, I, like I said, I don't trust Billy. I really don't trust. I feel as though he's waiting for his opportunity. Um, but everybody was so nice. And, um, of course, you know, this was the first uh, appearance of Cameron Grimes with her baby bump. Um, Sharon Case is a true act. I mean, everybody was just super sweet, super nice. Um, surprise appearance by Tucker, uh, Tucker Trevor St. John. Um, the longest line 
obviously was Eric Braden. Um, Eric, and by the way, Eric is doing fine, everybody. He's 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 he's, he's hanging in there. Um, the the longest lines, like I said, was uh, uh, Eric Braden, Melanie Tom Scott, Courtney Hope, and Mark Roseman, um, which was you know was fun. Um, then I went to the bold event. Um, I mean, what can I say? You guys all know. Y'all saw that Jackie was there. She's two weeks. She's now a week due. I think next week she's going she's to pop, everybody. But, yeah, I went there. So I can officially say it again. I met Peter Bergman. There you go. I'm, like, really happy about that. I met Peter Bergman. And, and I met Brad Bell. And I met Brad Bell, um, too. Yeah, that's so, right there. You've always known him. So I, I will say this, though. He does know um, how the fans are at, are responding to certain characters and storylines and pairings. And uh, um, yeah, Anika Noel, who, by the way, knows, knows about Soul Party. Uh, <laughs> she knows about Soul Party because when Lawrence St. Victor, hi, brother, um, was, uh, when we was talking, uh, you know how we usually say Soul Party like that? She was like, Soul Party 411? And it was the way she said it, and I told her that she was voted, I believe last week she was voted for uh, favorite actor. And I think it's two TV weeks ago. Or, yeah, yeah two weeks ago. So I think she also broke a record because I think this one was, this week was Jackie, right? Am I right about that? Or? Yeah. Uh, Jackie won last week. Yep, last week won, yeah. Okay. So, you know, she knows about that. Um let me see who, I mean, it, yeah, so Brad knows about that. Um, uh, uh, Don Diamond. Don Diamond, he was going to be a grandfather for the first time. Yeah, let that soak in, folks. He's going to be a papa. Oh, my God, I saw it at the time, and I freaked out. I, oh, God, I would, I would have too. Okay, here's the, here's the deal. Okay, I don't fangirl that much. There's three people I will fangirl She's over. She's full of crap. She what, called them fangirls. What? Wait a minute. No, listen to what I just said. I stand over with there's three people. Greg Vaughn, which I'm sure y'all know that. Tia knows I will fangirl over The Undertaker. By the way, shout out to Mark Holloway. Tia, you heard the, the news about that. Okay. Um, and three, any Marvel comic. That's what I fangirl over, okay? So Don Diamond was there, and he had announced that he was going to be a, a grandpa for the first time. He was passing out. Um, little dollar bill teddy bears, um, which I got for somebody on here, but they yes, sure does not have it. Bear. So what I'm going to do is a giveaway. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I, keeping I the could. teddy bear. It, no. <laughs> but I did get some stuff. I mean, I got um, – they were doing a lot of auctions. They was also selling some things to um, for donations. They was doing a, a school drive. Um, he he really pictures. is on outside projects, right? He said he had some stuff to do, and he's going to be the granddad. So he really is on outside projects. He, his sons, three of his sons. I forgot what he said about the football, but he was there. Ted King was there, looking gorgeous. Okay, um, Thorsten Kate, like pretty much everybody was there, except for John McCook. He did have prior engagements. Uh, Kristen Allen wasn't there. Um, I saw. I met Edward Scott. Um, that was cool. Um, of course, Casey. What up, Casey? Because I know you probably listen to it. Um, but um, Scott Clifton, for those who don't know, Scott Clifton knows that Liam's a douchebag. He, he does. He, he knows that. Say it again, Daphne. I say remind everybody who Edward Scott is married to. 
Oh, he's married to Melanie Thomas Scott, who plays Nikki on The Young and the Restless. In case y'all didn't know, like, so, I mean, God, you know. I mean, I also met Laura Lee Bell as well, and of course Michelle Stafford. Hey, girl. Um, uh, let me see who else. God, I met. Oh, uh, yeah, um, I mean, had some good. Kimberly, Kimberly, Kimberly. Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kimberly choked me out. In case y'all didn't see that picture, because they was at Sean Kanan's um event, uh, comedy event, and Sean Kanan is actually funny. Um, let me see. Kate Linder was social butterfly. Kate she went Sean to Kanan like Shocker. again, like Sean Kanan was fine. <laughs> Like, you know what? <laughs> stop it. Um, let's see. Who else? Um, <laughs> Captain Kelly Lane, I mean, obviously, but I think the big surprise was Jackie. Like, Jackie being there and two weeks pregnant. So that tells you guys. And she was still filming last week. So, yeah. But everybody was cool. It was just, it was, it was just fun to finally... And this is why I've always said this is like when you can go to a fan event and, you know, I, I know that a lot, like the general hospital fan club weekend was like a week prior and then the younger of us was in bold and they are expensive. Not going to lie. They, they really are. But if you can, you know, it's, it's not only to support the, the actors, but also to meet the people that you talk to on social media. Um, it's a great experience. Um, just have fun and, and, and you get spoilers. I will say that. Let and know, by the way, fans, and by the way, real quick. Oh, you will see him real soon. But the number one question that Don Demont was asked, besides taking off his shirt, still was. <laughs> I mean, the man looks good. Okay, there's some uh, people who gets better new, with new age. Nicholas. Okay, I mean, Joshua Morrow wasn't there, unfortunately, because his kids was the football too. But um, the number one question that Don Diamond was asked is about Kelly. Is Kelly really Bill or Liam? That is like a question that will never go away. Um, and some people were divided, and Don Diamond said that if it was to be Bill, it would offer a great storyline throughout every all the all the families and all the people. So. You know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, we we never really did get a final DNA test. Well, for me, well, to be quite honest, Hayes need another DNA test, so we got all these kids who need some DNA I mean, let's be honest. Right. That should be the poll. That should actually be a poll of Soul Party. Do you guys still believe that Kelly is Bill, or do you think the since, kid is still since, Liam? Since the kid, since the kid's name is Kelly after Liam's mother, yeah, I should hope so. Actually, oh yeah, that was another discussion. Why was the baby named Kelly and not Phoebe? Yeah, I think that was idiotic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it should have been Phoebe Kelly Spencer. What? That's too much going on. You got two first names. What is this? Uh-uh. No middle name. Uh. Yeah. Kelly has a middle that's name. Still, that's still Phoebe. Yeah. Like, Phoebe Kelly. What kind of name is that? Uh-uh. I'm sorry if anybody named Phoebe I, Kelly. I, I, I have a middle name. No, that's I have a middle name. name. I have two of them. No, I'm saying I don't like that this kid named, the, 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 the names ain't blended well. That's what I'm trying to say. I think that would have been. Oh, yeah. The baby name should have just been Phoebe and that's it. Yeah, it was well, like Phoebe. Kelly is the middle name. And, yeah, I mean, it could have been Phoebe Kelly for the Spencer. Uh, I mean, I would have never thought of the name Kelly until friggin' they mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and happy you uh, had a good time, uh, Candace. Yes. 
Back there and back safe. Yeah, I literally went Friday, came back Sunday. Well, I left Sunday, came back like Monday morning, and yeah, I went to work. Don't ask me, folks. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. But I can officially say I met Peter Bergman. <laughs> That's, That's all awesome. that is. You, 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 you should have you told them. You should have told them somebody on soap party always fights him to be on the nominations. Mm-hmm. Yep, my co. Yep, my, my co. Oh, co- we did. Uh, oh, yeah, I, you cry yourself. <laughs> no, well, here's the funny. Well, here's the funny thing, because I have not posted all my videos. There is a video about So Party Four One One Awards, and who I talked to about it. Stay tuned to my social media to find out who I talked to about and who had a response to somebody on here's comment about a certain pairing. Uh-huh. All y'all on I, I, I like all these clues. I like all these, I know, uh, see, these shady clues. I know. They're, they're shady, aren't they? And by the way, I did take. I did not take a picture, and I regret this. I took it separately. For the Steffi and Carter fans out there, I all, forgot, all you. but it's okay. I for- Yeah, because speak no more. I will say steam. Y'all ready for seven a day? Could we still have a chance to get out of here and talk? Yeah, we're not. Um, Some of us, some of us. Once it once it it hit a certain time, I'm out. So let's have a fun time, guys. We we're now doing time limits. Yes. Uh, Yes. I'm I'm tired. Yes. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry too, uh, but I gotta get well, up. Well, too. we'll get. We'll that's why we trying to help you but, along this way. But, 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 <laughs> but, but, but I've been doing. But I've been doing this for ten years. Yeah, I've been doing this for ten years, boo. This ain't for day. No, no. Okay. By the way, real quick, Tia. Uh, you might want to touch your sweater. Um. Okay. Beautiful. So. I have two episodes of Forever and a Day, and I know one person is going to be upset, and I know one person is going to be up, really upset. So here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to pull the Band-Aid off and, do, and start with this. Olivia confronted Isabella with a few choice words and a slap across Isabella's face as Isabella threw Olivia's past in her face. Turns <laughs> out Miss Olivia isn't innocent as we think she is. Uh-huh. Lately returned to town. Uh, for a joyful reunion with Caitlin as they got caught up, you know, and they confessed, you know, including the confession of kissing, you know, other people while they were still in the relationship together. And then, you know, Caitlin said, I missed you. And, but she wanted some answers as to why Lakin was such a dog, but at the same time, Lakin wanted to know why was Caitlin shacking up with, with Sky? Own it. See, Hope, it's not that hard. All right, own your stuff. I'm sorry, this is not Bone the Beautiful, is it? I'm sorry. <laughs> Felicia made bail because <laughs> it's Felicia Richardson, okay? And she told Detective Bo how much of a danger Donovan really is and to find where Donovan took her daughter at. Meanwhile, Donovan is up to some tricks, including taking Stephanie and Isaac, as we, as we said. And Stephanie and Isaac start to believe that Donovan is a joke. Well... Donovan provided that he wasn't a joke as he took out a gun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Emma confronted Leslie about kissing Colin. Now, for those who want to know, Emma and Colin are technically still married. So 
So Leslie kissing Colin is the equivalent of, well, what we said earlier about bold, right? Okay. So anyway, so Leslie then learned that Emma and Colin are getting a, sorry, Kim, maybe they're getting a divorce. Maybe. I don't know. Grandma Lucinda went out on the, on the town and painted red until it came to a halt when Graham started having chest pains. Damn. Mar- Miranda, a.k.a. Brenda Barrett, wore a wire and got Andrew to confess to all his pro- crimes as Elaine and Gunner gloated that Andrew was going to jail. Well, folks, the happy times are continuing for Danielle and Alex as they're enjoying their engagement as they were playing a very good night where Danielle got the chance to ride Alex. There you go. Um, but sadly, Alex decided to clean up the place. And when Alex went outside, it seemed like he had a confrontation, a confrontation that ended up in the same thing that Donovan did, gunshots. So who got shot? Well, well, it turned out that Alex got shot. It's a much, much, much sadness. Alex Bennett died. Everybody had a reaction to his death. Caitlin and Lakeland shared another moment. JJ and Antoine reconfirmed their love as Detective Bo said that Donovan couldn't have been a part of this because, well, how could he? Um, Elena Gunner reflected on their loss of their own child. Rhonda and Gregory spoke about death and how she was struggling with her sobriety and gambling as she was thinking about Stuart and her son. Gregory reassured her that she was not alone and that she had him. (sighs) Colin tried to talk to Emma, but Emma was like, not today. Let's talk about it some other time because today is Alex's funeral. At the funeral, Danielle was struggling, and she then apologized to Leslie for sleeping with Alex back in the day. At the same time, Danielle also believes that this is karma for all the stuff that she has done to everybody in town. For once, she was happy, and now her happiness is gone. Later, Stephanie kept asking Danielle to stay with her and Felicia, as Danielle kept saying she's okay, but we all know she's not. At the end of the day and the end of the episode, Danielle reassured that she will never love again and hold Alex tight to her heart. Um, um, okay, let's start with Olivia. Tia, were you surprised about Olivia's past? I was really surprised about it, but I truly enjoyed the scenes because for me, when I was watching it, I know that uh, Isabel is a bad person, but I do remember a time when she first came on the show and I liked her. Mm-hmm. So I think my issue a little bit with uh with what was the name with with this character Olivia is that I, like when I watch her live, I said, okay, you're kind of doing too much. You too much on your high horses. You doing way too much. So when Isabel read her and said, wait a minute, I know your past. I know you dated somebody and you got the money for it. And why you have the surgery and all? I said, oh my God, her past is even worse than you could have even expected it. It was just like, wow, you cheated and got some money out of it. Yeah. The way Isabel read her, I think that's definitely one of the best reads we've seen someone doing the show. I think I have one good one with Isaac in season one that sort of compares with it, mm-hmm. but I, I just forgot who it was against, but it was a really good one. But this one, I really enjoyed it. I, I really, I was, I know, 
I should be some team Olivia, but no, nah, you can't have a pass like that and curse me out. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad I agree with Sada Isabel here. Because I think my issue with her is she said, you cheated on this man and stuff, and acting like you perfect and you never cheated, and you did that. You cheated and worse. So, yeah, team Isabel, something I didn't think I would be saying that all this season. Kim? Yeah, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that either. That was a shock as well. Um, with exposing Olivia like that, but I mean, I'm glad Olivia slapped. I mean, I'm, I'm just glad, you know, she sent up for herself. But at the same time, that was a shock. I mean, to know more about you know her past and everything, I was like, whoa, okay, all right, you know, this is juicy. This is this is definitely not the picture perfect thing, you know. So it's really interesting to find out what's gonna happen. But um, yeah, I, I was shocked that Isabella exposed all of this. That was this is gonna get really good, and I'm interested in it. All I kept saying was, "Damn, Olivia, damn girl, you're trash." <sighs> okay, moving on. Um, hmm. Okay, what did everybody think about Lakin and Caitlin and those scenes? Kim, I'll start with you. Lakin's returned. Um, it is cool and all, but she's going to have to do a lot more, prove more to herself. I just don't want Caitlyn to just get all attached again because, well, what the heck? Like, what what's going on? Like, you you were basically just up and left and stuff and mm-hmm. just basically just, you know, like, come on. <laughs> so, no, it's not going to be that easy for you to swoop your way back in. No, I don't think so after everything that's happened. So I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, what's going on? You all better not pick back up. We left off. That's just crazy. So I'm definitely going to need more from them. And, Caitlin, do not back down. Like, do not. Just stand your ground. This is just, oh, no, no, no. This is just too much. So, yeah, I mean, they were interesting things, but I just I hope she doesn't fall for it so easily, I should say. I don't have yeah. much to add. I concur. I don't have much to add. concur with that. Let me, but did you guys like the fact that they confronted, like, like, Kayla was like, okay, you kiss such and such, and then Lakeland was like, you kiss Scott. Like, so, so just What's because you did it, I can't do it. I'm like, where have I seen this at before? <laughs> but at least they owned it. But you're right. Caitlin needs to stand her ground because if not, you know, I guess Lakeland feels as though, like, you know, Okay, I, I can snap my fingers to Caitlyn's mind again. The Scott stuff was so worse to me, but, yeah, because of the history. Oof, yeah. But then again, Lakeland didn't tell Caitlyn the truth about her hookup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, did. again, it's like two, you know, two things can't be, you know, like, okay, Caitlyn was wrong for hooking up with, you know, or being emotionally attached to Scott again. Yeah. And Lakeland was wrong for kissing somebody and not telling them. See, Finn? I mean, not Finn. See, Stuffy? See what happens when you don't tell? No, no. Okay, sorry. I just went off of, that was, I shouldn't have, I, I need to stay in my lane. I can stay in my lane. Um, Greg and Lucinda. Graham and Lucinda. Lucinda and Graham. Tia, you see anything there? They went out and they oh, had tough pain. I don't see it. I don't see anything with Lucinda, so I'm gonna go ahead and say no for now. I just need her off my ears. That's what I need Lucinda off. You can't say screen, but yeah, that's what I would say about Lucinda at this point. Yeah. 
But darling, you don't you don't like uh, that. No, I sure don't know. I'm I'm tired of that word too. No. Mm-mm-mm. I love these things. Kim, yeah, I do not. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see these things either. I have to. I need more to be determined with them. I'll say the jury's still out, so I need to just kind of get a feel for for them. But for now, nah, uh, uh-uh. nope, not 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 feeling them right now at this moment. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, what did, yeah. What did you guys think about what Felicia said to Detective Bo? Like, I mean, she shot somebody, but she made bail. <laughs> Why she, you know what? I, I, I respect Felicia for doing the crime and not feeling all that bad about it. So I actually gave her credit. Mm-hmm. She said, I did it, but hey, I did it for these reasons, and it is what it is. And as I say, with this bold character, anytime I hear this character name, I'm just laughing. It's just how he got two popular characters' names that I just don't understand. But, uh, but you know, I just think of Dave every time this character comes along. And, it, and the funny thing is it's not spelled, it's not spelled from Dave. We didn't get it well, from I'm, Dave. Well, that's how, I, that's how I will always spell it. So when I say it in my name, it's getting spelled because I just can't. But I would say, yeah, for me, I'm Team Felicia. To be honest, this was probably some of my Felicia's best material for doing a crime and living up to it. It said I did it in what, hey, this is what he did. Y'all should have took care of this for a long time ago. So you go ahead, Felicia. I support you. That's my mama. Kim? <laughs> yeah, I actually agree. You know, she, she was 100% transparent. She didn't care. She was honest. She said, look, this is what happened. This is why I did it. Whatever. I don't know. It's my Donovan. You know, y'all know that. But she was at least honest. And she didn't care. She was unapologetic. And that's the only thing I respect as well. Um, yeah, you know, she she was able to leave. She got off. But I'm like, oh, gosh. It, it, at the end of the day, I mean, I would like to at least see something uh, her get punished for something, or just have her do even even this community service. I don't know. I just I just want some kind of consequence too, still. But she, at least she did own up to it, and you know she she was she just owned her truth, and she was just 100 percent transparent of what why she did it. So that's the only only thing that I respect about Felicia. Felicia was like she gay, she old school. Yeah, she was what? like I'm gangster, I'm old school. I'm yeah. an old woman too. Because <laughs> when she said she made bail, it's like, wait, who got money? Like, like, okay. So we'll see what happens. Now, this carries over to, you know, Felicia did say how much of a danger Donovan is. And I know some people on here have said Donovan hasn't. So, Tia, Stephanie, Isaac, and Donovan scene. What was your thought about it? And were you concerned when he kind of went a little unhinged and he fired those shots? No, I wasn't worried because Donovan is a failure, so I, I wasn't worried oh at all my God. about anybody getting hurt from this scene besides Donovan, and I was happy to be correct, although they were saved because this was getting bad. But I, I wasn't concerned for Stephanie even 1% during this scene. I was so proud that um, I do Isaac came in. And, yeah, I would say the scene went exactly how I expected. It wasn't no cliffhanger of, oh, who got shot. I said, we, we all know Donovan got shot because he's just weak like that. So I just hope we don't see him in another coma. We don't need to live through that. I just I just can't see that. Another, I just can't. Mm-hmm. So the, the scene, well, what, the scene was good. I would say that. That was good. But, you know, I was happy he got shot. 
Wow. Kim? Uh, well, you know, I'm the, I'm the complete opposite because I like Donovan, and he always delivers. It, it's just so funny to me that people just don't want – they don't want to admit that he mm-hmm. is doing what he's supposed to do. And, yeah, of course, leave it to Isaac to bust in. Of course, I like Stephanie and Isaac, but still, you know, come on now. If he wouldn't have showed up. And of course, with Donovan, he was got no, no. The only reason that he shot and it was able to shoot him because he had his back turned. Donovan has back turned and everything. That's the only reason. But if if Isaac was mm-hmm. been there in the same position as Stephanie, they would have been. He was been looking at them dead in their eyes. Oh yeah, it would have been on. Like come on now. They, they just they keep throwing, cut trying to throw Donovan off his game, and it just won't work. Like for real, no matter what it is or what however you spell it. Everyone is intimidated by Donovan because they know what he's capable of. They know it. They know what he's capable of. You you have to admit that. You know, he is dangerous, and I love it. (laughs) So it's okay. He's going to snap back like he always do. I'm not even worried about it. Donovan, you good. I'm I'm still sick of him. He's good. And also, can I also say, Donovan, I'm not sure if Isaac is the great love of Stephanie Life. I think we were doing too much. I'm not sure about that one. I need to see a lot. Of- <laughs> I, I didn't believe Oh, that. wow. Let's stop it. He might, he might. They, they might I, be. They, they might be. I think I got to see a lot more to believe that Isaac is the great love of Stephanie Life. I, I need to see a lot more. I mean, let me ask a question. Okay. If not Isaac. Then who would you oh, say is, is the love of Stephanie's life? She had a bigger love with Jonah, to be quite honest. I just think with the uh, for me the way y'all could tra- the way the writers have done Isaac, it seemed like that's just a safety net she's with because he's a real good friend. That that's how I see their relationship. It's just like this is a good person I'm gonna settle with and is a good guy. But I don't really see it as anything. Well, probably it's gonna change. I don't even know how they together. It's like I don't really understand it. To be it's like just a nice safe boring relationship that's what it's going to be but ultimately it could be she didn't meet the love of her life yet but i i can't consider him that i just consider that a person she loves but i don't see an overpowerful love like oh wow this is the end or be or at all not not yet no do you think another reason is because you said like her safety is it because also that jonah was married well, well, yeah, it's, 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 she, I think this is more of a Stephanie grown up right now. She's more mature than she was in season one. But I just don't necessarily mean this is the love of this lady's life. It's probably not Jonah either. I just think probably it's just a person she hasn't met yet. That could be it as well. So I just can't, based on what I've seen in these four seasons, I just can't say it's Isaac. I just haven't seen that. Mm. Interesting. And Kim, you you you're you're for Stephanie and Isaac. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure we'll get the history, you know, more much more, you know, later down the line maybe. But I can see it. I don't. I just sense it. I really, really do that they are. I really, really do sense that Stephanie and Isaac are great, the great loves of each other. I really do. I just I just believe that deep down. I do. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay, so this was the homage to the famous General Hospital saying we're not going to front on this. Um, so, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Elaine and Miranda had a plan to get uh, to get Andrew to confess, and it worked. 
because Miranda had the wire on her. Um, how did you guys feel about the Andrew confessing to his crimes um, and and everything? Kim, I'll start with you first. Um, I thought it, I thought you know he, he it was good. I'm glad that he did confess. He did own up to his crimes as he very well should. You know, um, I don't. I'm wondering what what they're gonna do. You know, what the writers are gonna do with him now? Um, is he going to? You know, sir, time like what's gonna happen? Is he gonna get off? Is he gonna do something dangerous? Like what? What is gonna happen now? But I am glad that he did. Of course, all this. You know, I love all this honesty. Just open, like Felicia, just owning up to everything. Andrew owning up to it. I'm loving it. This is good stuff. Um, and he's bold with it too. So I, I'm I'm liking where this is going. Um, now I'm just curious to find out what is gonna happen next and what. If, if he's plotting anything, and what is it? So that I'm curious about that now, since he did confess and own up to everything. Yeah. We, oh, the the recording, yes, it's good. Yeah, Andrew, yep. Yeah, I'm happy this character, Andrew. Let's hope he's not on next season. Nothing against the actor, but I just, I, I can't deal with Andrew next season. So, yes, I think this was a nice wrap-up for this character. Come up from the water, Tia. I think this was a nice wrap-up for Andrew's character. There you go. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Emma confronts Leslie about the kiss, and Colin and Emma get a divorce. Kim, go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm upset. I'm upset. Colin and Emma get a divorce. It's just, it's saddening. I really hope that she comes to her senses. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that she's just like, you know what? I'm just confused. I'm confused right now. And I just need time to, to process. So that's why she wants a divorce. And I mean, okay, girl, come on now. I know it's a kiss, but come on. Like, he's conflicted too. Like I said, I'm going to stand up for my Colin, just like I stand up for my Liam, okay? You know, life is conflicting. It, you know, we just get confused. That's all. We just get discombobulated. It's, gotta, it's okay. It happens. That needs to be the quote of the show. That needs to be the title tonight. Life is confusing. Life is confusing. You know, we all need forgiveness. We really do. You know, so the thing is just that uh, I just really hope she comes to her senses to come around because I think Emma and Colin belong together. I really do. I've warmed up to them over the past couple seasons and stuff, and I just really like, I think they work oh well together. God. I do. I do. And Emma confronting girl, like I said, just let that go. Whatever. You know, it, it didn't mean nothing. It didn't mean nothing. She's using that as an excuse. I'm going to peg her as hope. Girl, bye. Just stop it. Ooh. Just stop deflecting. It doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't look good on you, girl. So just stop it. That kid had nothing to do with it. You need to just own up to your feelings. Take some time, but don't divorce the man. I just, I'm just upset, y'all. So hopefully she comes to her. This is, this is, in, this is preposterous. And now <laughs> the opposite defense. From Tia. I 100% disagree with everything I just heard up in here. <laughs> One of the things, I was a, I was a 100% on Team Leslie's side. How the heck you go, Emma's going to go ahead and confront mm-hmm. Leslie? I'd be like, well, Leslie, you need to be worried because your man kissed me. That's exactly what happened. I respect mm-hmm. Leslie because if we go ahead and look back on that kiss, she's the one who backed away from him. Because Colin, let's be honest, the love of Colin life, I'm sorry, it's Leslie. 
She the one left him at the order all the time. She's he's never recovered since then. Emma on a Wednesday afternoon. Nice, yeah, Emma has been a nice placeholder. That's all Emma has been. Colin and Colin moved on pretty quickly after her death because he had Leslie there. He couldn't have moved on from Leslie. He would have jumped out of the water if, if Leslie passed. It would have been over. He can't survive Leslie going. But Emma, he said, okay, I'll get through this. He toughed it out and he became a stronger man with her now, you know, now, you know. So I think see, he's a stronger man now with Leslie than he was in the beginning. So I think this is the version that Leslie could be with where in the beginning of season one he was a little too weak for. But I think yeah. now he's grown to the man after Emma's quote-unquote death that she had. So I like that Emma's giving up on this quickly. Why am I going to settle with somebody when I'm not the great love? I guess, you know, I guess like, let's lose hope. I guess that's the same thing Hope is saying. Why am I going to settle with someone when I'm not oh, the great love God. of their life? Yeah, you you aren't. So, Emma, I respect you. Bow out of this, and you haven't lost the feelings after the father anyway. So what is the point to be in, and don't even get me started with God and gun foolery? Like, I don't even believe what he did a few weeks ago. Well, but I was going to say, general, I was gonna say Emma, after after this, you can talk about Gunner. Because I, I know no you have a lot of... I sure don't have enough to say. Oh, I would sure? say that was stupid. That's all I got to say with that. But when it comes to this Emma thing, um, I'm happy that Emma at least said, you know what, this is stupid. I'm out. I respect her for bailing out. But I would see Leslie in this conversation because your man kissed her. She didn't kiss him. She backed away and left and said, peace out. I'm out. So, yeah. Leslie did nothing wrong. Life is good. Here's what can't. That's all I have to say. It's okay. We you really know. need to title this those these episodes too. Life is confusing. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say. One, ever since Emma I, came back, Emma and Colin really haven't sat down to talk about certain. Not to right. talk about they moved on. It's nothing to talk about. And, no, well, it is. Well, no, because the, well, here's the thing. Because again, when you're gone for a while, like in this case, you know, like all couples or so. There's always that character that has been missing or been, quote-unquote, dead for like five years. They come back. It's a whole new reality for not only just them, but for the person that was left behind, right? Okay. At the same time, let's go back to the history is, okay, Colin and Leslie, there was Alex, there was Emma. There were so many obstacles that neither one of them, they just kind of settle into the routine, Right. So to me, I'm with you, Tia. I'm also with you, um, um, Kim, because I do feel as though because certain things have changed, feelings have changed, and now the positions that they're in has also changed too. Because like, like the fact is, is that with Colin, Colin was weak. He was alone. He was dumped. He got with somebody who made his life exciting. At the same time, he kind of still had a saying. He was still kind of ha- he had a saying for Leslie, but over time, because Leslie made a choice to be with Alex, right? Colin and Emma, they went through the hurdles. They went through a lot to where he wasn't just she wasn't just there. She became something to him, and vice versa. With Leslie, it's like okay. Maybe if I did this a little differently, maybe me and Colin would be. And now here's an opportunity, even though I don't think she was thinking like this, but it was just if there was a lot of things that lined up and this is what's going on now. And, yes, Emma has seen it. And instead of being season one Emma, she's like, you know what, I'm just going to call you out on it. See, that's see, see some of y'all soaps need to be taking a note from this show because that's how you do it. Just saying. 
So what will happen next? I don't know. I I don't don't know. And now for the big story. Um, Kim, you going to be okay for this one? No. Mm -mm. Yeah, you going to be okay for this? Because I know this affected you too. Um, So somebody did get shot um, and happened to be Alex Bennett. Uh, right after he took out the trash because, you know, he didn't want um, to be in a messy house. He didn't want to make love in a messy house. See, see, people, clean your houses. Thank you. Um, he did have an altercation, and uh, he did, um, in the hospital, he did die of gunshot wounds to the chest area. And the town was reeling from it. But Danielle was really taking it hardest because she feels as though this is karma for all the stuff that she has done like almost outing, you know, Lakin and Caitlin and all this stuff. So I'm going to start with you, Tia, first, because I'm going to give Kim her moment. Tia, how did you feel about when it was revealed that Alex was the one who died, and how did you feel about everything else? Well, I would say I think this was the shocker of having the day, probably the biggest shocker I think that's ever happened on the show because, I knew it wasn't looking good when he was out this type of night. I said, oh, geez, this just looked bad. You couldn't have done this another time. I know I was just like, oh, this just looked bad. Especially when they had, like, them two at the end, uh, Daniel and Alex. I don't remember Daniel and Alex. I don't remember the last time we seen that. So I said, this one seems kind of right here. And the mm-hmm. worst thing about it, it seemed like he knows who shot him. So I said, wow. And then when he got shot, I, I kind of knew he was dead. But I said, I so when the episode started like that, I wasn't shocked. shocked. I Because I thought the episode ended with such a big, big cliffhanger where it's just show he died. And I think she got scared out of her sleep and when she heard that. And it's like, oh, the dude and died. That's what I thought. So the next episode confirmed it. And then you remember how much ties Alex had because I actually forgot about Aiden. I thought, oh, yeah, he has a kid. I forgot about this. And then he has the other kid as well. So I'm like, wow. So this is a character with a lot of ties. And I actually... I don't know how I feel about this one here. I don't know. I think this is a little bit more shocking than Emma, although Emma's back alive because this is like a character you would think that would always stick here. I think like the trio would probably be Alex, Leslie. Even I would put Stephanie and Colin. Those are the four characters I always would assume would always sort of be safe on this show. So I would be like, this is that was a little shocking. It was well done. And I like Stephanie being there for her sister Daniel during this point when she's saying it's just all my fault, look at how I was and I was bad and now she had happiness and she no longer has it anymore. She was going to get married and yeah, it was pretty good. I thought it was a well job on everyone from everyone in this episode. Nice. It was a shocker. Nice cliffhanger to leave with off for two weeks. I'll say that. All right. Um, but I will tell you before she go, oh, I go actually ahead, did feel bad. For, I did feel bad for Kim. I even though, you know, we disagree. I said, man, Kim ain't handling this too well. That's what I, I said. What's that Thank answer? you, Tia. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, Kim. Go ahead. Y'all, I just, okay, so I had so many emotions go through my head when I, all this week, I, this has been going on for a week, y'all. I've been I, okay. So I just had so many. Wait, hold on. Okay, so first of all, I was like, no. I was, okay, the the first week I was in denial, right? Because last week's episode it was reflecting on everything, but I was I was just I I was in shock when I listened to the when you know when it happened. I was in shock. I said, oh no, 
oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. I know the writers ain't going to do me like that. That's how I was saying, right? So then when the other episode, when the next episode came, I was like, okay, let me listen. So I did. I was like, no, 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 y'all, y'all got me. No, 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 you can't be true. Can't be, can't be for real. So I listened to it again. And I said, uh-uh. No, I, then I then I looked at my phone. I said, no, I think I must. Do I have the right podcast? Is this perfect? Do I have the right phone? Is this, is this, is this perfect? I can't be on the right. I can't be. Y'all, I was in so much denial. And I, I've been through, went through so many emotions these past couple of weeks. And... I was gonna post, y'all. I was because I, I I felt inside. I couldn't I couldn't post it on Twitter. I like I wanted to because I said I, I need to speak this. <laughs> I need to just talk about this. Y'all don't know how bad I wanted to post something on Twitter. It just I I just I kept I just I was in disbelief. So first of all, definitely Danielle got my Kim cares. She got my number one Kim cares this week. You know. And so I, because I just, I just, you know, because, you know, and, 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 you know, so many people have said, oh, you know, she, she runs trash.com. How can you someone like her? Blah, 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 blah. Okay. You know what? Everyone, we all have feelings. No matter what you do in life, how you do it, whatever. We have a heart. We have feelings, right? Everyone needs love. Okay. So Danielle, she was genuinely in love. I actually fell in love with him. They just had so much chemistry. I just loved them together. And the fact that she's, you know, and then the conversation that they had, you know, she was like, no, she wasn't really thinking about marriage or like that or kids or anything like that in the beginning, right? Seasons ago, she had said it. But then to meet Alex and, of course, obviously, you know, she had slept with him. And I've already seen where she apologized, um, had apologized or whatever too for it's read on everything. I, I appreciate that too. But she, you know, she she had that clarity. She she read that reflection too. But she apologized for what happened, how they got together, or what happened first time when he was in a relationship. I appreciated that. But at the same time, it's and then what took me out, y'all? Oh my gosh! When she was like, when she told Stephanie, I'm like, I'm glad Stephanie was there too for her sister. But Danielle was like, this is karma. I was like, no. Karma, she's like it's karma because of what happened, and we hooked up, and I was like, oh no, it's not. It was that was that just took me out. She was just trying to figure out like what happened, like why, you know, this can't be. Like I just can't believe it, you know. And then even at the at the um funeral home, you know, when they all were there and everything, and, and they was like, ah, you know, you guys can go, you know, I'll just be. It, it was just. It was just sad, and it was just, I just, I think she's in, okay, so we all know, like, when someone, you know, we love passes, it's kind of like, you go through these different mixed emotions, too. It's kind of like that confusion, that denial, that anger, Mm -hmm. that frustration. You know, you go through all kinds of emotions. I mean, crazy emotion. And so it's where it's like you have that sickening feeling. It's just like, what the heck? And then then after all of those, then you start thinking, okay, what could I, is my fault? Which Danielle did. She was like, it was my fault. It's my fault. If I were there with the bed, if I were there to take off the like It's just, she was like, it, it was just, you just start blaming herself. Stuff people like, you know, it's not you. Don't do that to yourself. But that's what we go through when we, leave, when we love someone so much and, and then they pass away, you know. And so it's just, I just, those were so, so very well done scenes. And 
my heart broke. Like I said, the past two weeks have been difficult for me, extremely difficult, and I've been quiet on social media on Twitter. <laughs> y'all, y'all. Because of that. I'm telling you, it's because of forever today. You know, I usually post clips of all of the soaps and everything, and I clip the soaps, but I, I can't bring myself up to post them like I want to because I'm thinking about Alex. <laughs> and, yeah, and I'm like, this is this is really torn me to pieces, y'all. So I just, and then, oh, my God. Okay, so then uh, while I was going through those emotions at the very end of last week's episode, right, I went through all those emotions too, emotions too, emotions with that, yeah. So at the very end when she was like, you know, I always love you forever, and she held his, um, uh, the picture, and then she <laughs> had his shirt, so I was like, oh, no. And then after the episode went up, I was like, okay, no, no, no. And then, y'all, my mind went a mile a minute, was racing. I said, oh, what if, what if, and I said, I know this is a long shot, but I've got to say this on Soul Party. Um, Soul Party. What if he's not dead? Because honestly, y'all, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Because, yeah, they had the funeral, but we didn't hear the officiant. We didn't hear them going up to the, you know how you view the body and stuff like that. We didn't see here. And I know I'm, y'all, I know I'm probably pulling at some strings here, but just trying to keep up alive because I'm like, did we even see a body they cremated? I don't like what what's going on? What is body they I just I'm just trying to think of something. I'm trying to keep hope alive to y'all because I said, Y'all every today has messed me up the past couple of weeks. It has. And I just had to get all that out because I am devastated, I must say. But the scenes were very, very well done. They were shocking as I don't know what. And it just left me with a sour, sickening taste in my mouth. And because I went through all the entire emotions, just like Danielle. And she definitely wholeheartedly gets my Kim Cares, the number one Kim Cares, because this is just, this is horrific. This is horrific, you know, and I just hope Stephanie continues to go there and check on everything like that. Other people, too, you know, they were like, you know, I can't imagine, you know, what Danielle's going through. So I appreciated that as well from everyone, you know. But, y'all, this is, uh, uh, that really broke my heart. Aw. Okay, I'm done. Thank you for for letting me vent. It's okay. I will say this. <clears throat> I felt bad to Kim and Tia, Tia, because, okay, <laughs> how can I say this? Kim has been the number one supporter of Danielle and Alex. Tia's close second. But I, I feel as though, see, this is what I feel as though soaps are missing. They're oh, yeah. missing that surprise element. Like, again, we don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to know so much as long as you tell us a story and then wham, like, wait, what just happened? And it allows us as viewers, as, you know, whatnot, to kind of just sit down and take a moment to, like, try to figure out everything and go along for the journey. Right. So I think with Danielle, because like you just said, Danielle went through the whole process of this is all my fault because of trash.com. Mm-hmm. I should have stayed mm-hmm. up and helped him with the trash. 
I mm-hmm. could have did this. I could have would have done that. And even think about the fact that, you know, Gunner and Elaine talked about the child they lost, how, mm-hmm. um, you know, there could be something there too. Sorry, Tia. Um, that also the fact that you're right, you know, Alex has two kids. Um, you, you factor in a lot of how Alex is incorporated with everybody. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens next because there is still some aftermath because of his death. And, you know, so we'll, we'll see what, what happens. But um, I, 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 will, I will say this is that um, we, we hope we made all you proud of that episode. So, And what I mean that, I mean, like, emotional stuff. So, you know. You did 100%. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, real quick, last Sunday we were also uh, surprised with a nomination official submission selection for the Baltimore Web Fest, which is in my hometown of Baltimore, Maryland. So I don't have to go far, but we are up for an award for that. So thanks to everybody um, who's been listening to our show and, of course, to our amazing cast and crew um, for bringing it. And you have three episodes left, so starting Tuesday, the countdown is on. And I will say this to Tia. Uh, you said something a couple of months ago regarding a certain character. You may get your wish. Maybe. Spoiler alert. I'm going to do a Brad Bell. Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right. Um, also, real quick, Eric Braden just went on Facebook, um, and he made an announcement. He is cancer-free. Oh, so can we give Eric wonderful. Braden a round of applause? Um, yeah, he is cancer-free. He, he just announced it on uh, his yeah, Facebook page. Awesome. So, so God be the glory. Um, here's what's happening this week on the soap, real quick, on Bold and the Beautiful. Who, what is Steffi going to do? Is she going to go home That's with Finn, baby. or is she, or is she going to tell the truth to Finn that Liam and her kissed two times mm-hmm. before the baby, before right, Kelly so. almost drowned? Um, also, um, I think there might be a special Bold and the Beautiful coming up soon. You didn't hear that from me. On Days of Our Lives, we say goodbye to an icon this week, um, and also we're going to celebrate uh, 50 years of Suzanne Rogers. I, this is where I'm going to feel a certain way. I feel as though this is a deja vu for me um, because I think they did the same thing with Bill Hayes where they had a character killed on his anniversary. So as we're saying goodbye to an icon, let's celebrate two icons. John Aniston, there will never be another one like you, and Suzanne Rogers, 50 years on Days of Our Lives. Not a lot of people can say that. So we'll find out what happens this week on Days of Our Lives. Um, on General Hospital. Portia's still an asshole. Um, I'm trying to think. What's the main story on General Hospital? <laughs> um, oh, um, this week on General Hospital. Um, who set the house on fire other than Frank Valentini? Also, Jackson Montgomery is coming back. Also, um, Eddie Main and Carly. Maybe? I I don't know. And is Spencer and Trina going to have a I love you or kiss by the end of the week? Girl, please. I mean, sometimes you got to hope for that, <laughs> right? But once again, happy 30th, Maurice Bernard. Um, Yeah. And, oh, oh, another question to you guys. Who has been Sonny's best pairing outside of Brenda? Oh, 
I already know the answer, but but I mean, yes, I mean, yeah. And also, because I was going to say, you guys can put Jason down too, okay? As long as y'all don't say Sonny and Emily, because, Lord, Lord, what the hell was that? What was that? What was that? Seriously, what the hell was that? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Um, also, on the Young and the Rustless this week, we have a wedding, but do we have some secrets? Find out on the Young and the Rustless. And on Forever Today, well, you got to tune in to find out what happens. Because what happens next is everything or forever in a day. Yeah, I stole the thought. I know y'all remember that line. Um, uh, that's about it. I'm trying to think if there was anything else, but um, thanks to everybody in the chat room. Thanks to all the callers, of course. Um, um, and we'll be back next week. Um, some of you stay tuned for Carrie's Twitter space on CBS stations everywhere. I don't know. Everybody have a good week. God willing, we'll be here back here next week. I got Bye. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.